So in recent years, I've been super interested in gut health, but to be honest, I never knew where to start because there was so much info. Like I'm talking over 3.8 million posts on Instagram tagged gut health and 653.7 million videos on TikTok. No wonder I was confused, but let me tell you something. There is one brand who is committed to scientific integrity and transparency, and that is Seed. They develop scientifically validated, clinically studied, next-generation probiotics for people and the planet. Their first product for humans, the DS01 Daily Symbiotic, is now the only probiotic I trust and take. I've been taking it for numerous years years now and honestly within 24 hours of first taking it i saw significant differences seeds ds01 daily symbiotic is a plant-based prebiotic and probiotic with 24 strain that have been scientifically studied for its benefits and it's engineered to survive your external and internal environments with their capsule in capsule via cap the benefits of seed are amazing seed will support ease of bloating healthy regularity that's been huge for me and ease of evacuation if you know what i mean but it will also support your gut barrier skin health heart health and micronutrient synthesis. Get the real deal in a symbiotic, one that's backed by clinical trials and scientific data. Visit seed.com slash momdad and use code momdad to redeem 25% off your first month of Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic. That's seed.com slash momdad and use code momdad. Your mom and dad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, welcome home, family. Welcome home. It's your, your mom, mom and dad. dad. Hello, welcome. Good morning. I have to tell you all something about your father, apparently. Mm. I guess it seems to appear like after your, I don't know, maybe serenade last week, you got too yeah. big for your britches, and now you think you're a rock star because you are wearing sunglasses uh-huh. on inside. <laughs> You've got quite a vibe on you. Don't worry about it, okay? No, your dad had a couple of adult beverages last night, and he's paying the price, okay? You know, but you know what? 35, paying the price. Are we just exposing ages right now? Because last time I checked, that's not what we're doing. Uh, Yeah, you know what, guys? But here's the thing. It's kind of a gift to you, because like I get that, but listen to my voice. I mean, like, it's sexy right now. (laughs) It's very, very very It's it's a sexy-ass voice, man. It's very grovel. It's great. It's scary. It's a little dangerous. You know so now I mean? you're wearing sunglasses on inside and talking about how sexy your voice is. Well, the, the glasses is... are because of, you know, when you're when you've had a couple adult beverages, uh-huh, sure. it, the, it's very bright. You yeah. know what I mean? And the bright lights are a little too bright right now. And so but but I'm what I'm bringing you, what I'm serving <laughs> is sexual desire. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> you know, just, you know, Lee had mentioned that it's ASMR day today on YouTube or something. Oh yeah, when we're recording this, when we're recording something this. like that. So you know, in this, that's why I drank last night was to just be able to, to provide have this voice, an ASMR voice to be like, here you go. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Do you like? How do you feel about ASMR? You know what? I well, I got into a friend's car once, and it was before I knew what ASMR was. Uh huh. And I walk, I get in, and I hear like, and he didn't. I don't think he realized it was like it was like he was. He, it's what he was listening to before he picked me up. And right. Then so then it, it started. So he yeah, starts yeah. the car and then like it's back on. And it's just like, hi. <laughs> Today is going to be a good day. Click, 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 
and I was like so weirded out, you know, like just walking into someone's car. I was like, it are you going to murder me? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it had like a very creepy vibe. Um, and then since it then, it feels very intimate. It's very intimate. Yeah. And then since then, I had like li- tried it or listened to it, and just like what is ASMR? And I sort of like Googled it or whatever, and then like YouTube did. It unfortunately, I feel like it would be something I would like. But it's not it, for you. my whole spine kind of tingles when they do it. Like, but it's not in a like, good tingle way. No, 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 no like in a, like in a, like in an unsettling way. Like your nipples get hard, but not for positive reasons. Right. Like could cut glass, <laughs> but not yeah, for. It's, they're hard from fear. <laughs> really? It's, no, 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 it no, no, no. You. It, you know, it just makes me feel very like it makes me anxious. Oh, interesting. Oh, you know just I mean? the opposite. Yeah. How do you feel about ASMR? Like, I mean, I don't get the tingles, but that's why tingles. people like it. I think because yeah. it's like. I get the tingles for sure. I get the little goosebumps all up and down my spine. And I definitely feel like I could get into it. I just, maybe I haven't found the right ASMR artist yet. Oh, God. Like, really, where I'm like sticking with this person. Well, I do find it interesting that there's a lot of like guys I know who like it, and then like a lot of beautiful women who do it. You know what I mean? I'm going like, okay. And then, like, you're trying to sell it as just therapy or something, or it's just like a thing that calms your brain. But I think what really is going on is that you're like, I find this person very attractive. Sure. And this is an interesting way to experience them. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it's like, but no, no, you know what it is? It's just a sleep technique for me. It's like, "Mm." well, (laughs) sleep in what way? I don't know. (laughs) But no, I mean, like, I would be fine doing it. Like, if I was an ASMR performer. Oh my God. You know, I do. I mean, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm biased yeah. because, you know, you're my guy, but I do feel like you have a very, you have a very nice voice. Oh. I could see you doing ASMR. Could, Don't let it get to your head. Could you? The now. whole aura right now. I don't want you to, whatever is happening. You've got the could hangover. <laughs> liking this. Um, Mind change no <laughs> but uh yeah no i mean it's um it's not my thing but maybe if i maybe it's like coffee when you're a kid you know it's like if you just push you through just that stick, initial like this tastes gross it. why would i drink this and then one day you wake up and you're drinking coffee yeah like so, why the hell would i ever love an avocado and now i just want to cover avocado no, my body avo- in avocado exactly yeah. so maybe it's an avocado situation sure then i just gotta push through that initial kind of like it's on you know what i should try it because I do feel like there is something in that, like when something makes you feel uncomfortable, mm-hmm. don't run. You just dive in. You dive yeah. in. You dive head first. So would it be weird if you walked in and I'm just like listening to ASMR all day? Well, there's a few layers to this because I feel like you're, I don't, I feel like I don't know you. Right. I feel like okay. all of a sudden the past few days, I don't know this man anymore. <laughs> I've been with you for 18 years and I now all of a sudden in the past few days, I don't know you anymore. Okay. okay? You're welcome. <laughs> mystery keeping it spicy no big deal i want to get into that because the, the, the hangover is just the tip of it because okay. it's been a long time since you indulged in quite a few adult beverages yeah i don't really go that hard anymore. no you do not you do not and but, so but this you're is a, like i think this is why i'm paying such a price right now but you're a, you're a new guy now and i'm going to tell everybody why i'm going to okay. tell your family why you're a new man I now and why i don't guy. know you uh, in a moment. Oh, no, take a quick pause. Let's do it. Quick pause. So, family, obviously, we are going to be recapping Love is Blind today, uh, episodes four through six. Yes. And 
some of these post-pod honeymoon trips did not work out for the couples. Okay, quite tragic. Did not work out. But one way they could have made it better is if they traveled in style with a base bag. Oh my God, I'm obsessed with our base weekender bags. I swear they are so chic and make packing well so easy. Uh, They make me want to travel. Oh yeah. I mean, I just went to Nashville a few days ago. And let me tell you, I had that base weekender bag. Mm -hmm. It made all the packing and fitting uh, so easy. No more airport packing anxiety. Base was created by actress Shay Mitchell to make sleek and affordable bags, luggage, and accessories designed to help you travel effortlessly while looking fashionable. Base has seriously thought of everything you need to check out their website for real. Such a gorgeous pieces, and their luggage has features like 360-degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, all the interior pockets you could need to keep organized. Their luggage comes also in multiple colors and sizes, and right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting visiting basetravel.com slash momdad. Go to basetravel.com slash momdad for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash momdad. Okay, so before we get into Love is Blind recapping, and also quick reminder at the top here, make sure to tune in Friday, we oh, have yeah. another episode dropping. Remember, our Second new episode. the new schedule is every other week we will be having a Friday episode drop mm-hmm. where we're going to be having discussions about relationships more personal things some guests sometimes oh it's gonna be life love guests it's gonna be hot it's gonna be scary it's gonna be fun it's gonna be asmr it's gonna be everything i'm excited (laughs) me too i can't wait so that first episode will be coming out on friday um but evan family i don't know you anymore and let me tell you why a few days ago evan went on a trip a work trip okay and it was great. You had a great time. Yeah. Work success. Mm-hmm. So proud of you mm-hmm. watching from afar. Well, this man came back and he started drinking water. And I mm. don't know if you all feel bamboozled, betrayed, yeah. all the above like I do. But this was a man who was you know, toting an anti-water campaign to us all for years at this point. It it, it was was an amazing campaign. And now now all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you don't even, you don't even have the decency to just kind of slowly start drinking a glass of water here and there in front of me. This man (laughs) steals my gallon water jug and is drinking a gallon of water a day. You go from no water to a gallon of water a day. What's up? (laughs) <laughs> so that's confusing also on top of it so he, this man all of a sudden just starts chugging water after his anti-water yeah. campaign and then casually mentions that now he doesn't drink his coffee with the typical milk he used to he, he's an oat milk guy now which i love an oat milk but this man's never liked oat milk out of nowhere he's drinking water i mean you're should i be concerned you got you got your your sunglasses on you got your shades on inside you mean are there other women babe is that what you're nervous about you might cheating just, is this what it is yeah because like people show up weird signs you know they, mean? they start changing they in start, front of you, you know is he dating an oat milk babe yeah is he dating that's the thing are is you dating drinking a water drinking oat milk babe are you dating in, somebody that's like you know i you know how paul is like i kind of date like a granola typically and uh, i have like they're covered their overalls are covered in yeah. paint that's mm-hmm. typically what who i are you dating someone like paul used to date are you dating a water drinker are you dating mm. an oat milk babe going out you know was i with you yesterday when you were drinking all these adult beverages yes but also you know who yeah. are you who are you who are you <laughs> so who are you okay here's the thing did we hit our anniversary and you're like i'm gonna 
really throw her for a loop now and like now we're gonna be in a new era together yeah. she's gonna have to re-get to know me from the ground up i mean i don't mind but also who are you and you have some explaining to do the family here's the thing let me explain yeah you do you because do. i do understand that like just like my z heads i got my anti-water heads you know yeah, what I mean? that's the and, thing. And it's like, like now you know, that's the thing too. That's the other thing. Now he's a gamer. Yeah. You're uh, gaming. That's true. What's happening? Evolution. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's evolution. If you are not if you are not growing, you're backsliding. And I'm growing. Um I'm not really growing up. It's like sideways and like down and a little Okay. Up. You're just kinda you're like amoeba. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So let me start with the water first. Yeah. Water is um you know, I've led the charge for a long, quite a while against water. Yeah, you're anti-water. And sure. you know, you've been around, you've seen it. Like <laughs> yeah. it's been, it's Man, man's a walking drought. I, yeah. I'm literally <laughs> a walking drought. And I think it's, you know, I think I became too radical. Okay. Sure. I think I, I became radicalized by my yeah. own beliefs. You went too hard I with went your campaign. Way too hard. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of realized, you know what? I think I've closed myself off mm. to new thoughts. Okay. Now, <laughs> like was water. this the new thought that is water? <laughs> On the idea of hydration, I think I'm willing to, I open my mind of it. Now, yes, I had like a couple drinks in Nashville. I woke up the next day. I was having really bad allergies and I was like, nothing was work. So I'm like, I'm gonna have to drink some water. Water seemed to kind of help a, lo- a little bit. So oh, with threw your allergies. me off. Okay. You know what I mean? So I was drinking some water. Then another thing happened. Mm-hmm. You know, you know me, if, if I'm into something, I go all in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this water machine thing we have at our house, it's just a filter. So we got rid of our old filter. When we have a new filter, a water filter it's thing. It's magnificent. And it's like this cool water filter. I don't even know what it does, but it just like makes your water better. Anyway, I go all in. Yeah. So now I'm drinking gallons at a time. And <laughs> here's what I'm doing. I'm op- I'm finally not anti-water. I'm like open to water. So what I'm doing is, is I'm going a month straight of drinking a ton of water. Oh, this is your goal. Yeah, this is my goal. And in a month, if I wake up and I've, I see significant improvement, I will, I will demolish my campaign. Oh my God. Wow. This is, these are fighting words. Right? I will demolish my campaign, anti-water. So now I'm going all in on the water to really, you know what I mean, see what see what it's about. All right. I'm just feeling like you're really letting down a lot of people who have been really backing you for a long time in your wild beliefs but of anti-water. like any true leader, you have to be willing to be open. You cannot be closed off. Okay. You know what I mean? All right. Secondly, oat milk. <laughs> I got into a massive debate with one of my friends regarding whole milk cappuccinos. Uh and lattes versus oat milk cappuccinos and lattes i was a hardcore whole milk latte guy or because even though it's not like good for you or whatever i'm like it just tastes the best Mm -hmm. like i'm not talking about i'm we had a huge debate again i opened my mind (laughs) and i went and got some oat milk Mm -hmm. it was better (laughs) (laughs) okay i've talked to you about oat milk for a while this is what you get with therapy okay this is this is evan this is therapy evan you know what i mean in the old days i would have lied i would have said oh milk was trash evan, even if it sitting was here hung over with his sunglasses on he's therapy evan i'm therapy evan this is what you get with change uh-huh right openness willingness to change so now i'm and okay here's another example dude let's let's backpedal into the z world i would have never played a video game i had no interest didn't care uh, to be honest with you a little judgmental yeah. about the about the game you were a little judgmental scene. about gaming not, not like just more like what a waste of time why are you doing it i opened myself up yeah i'm a gamer now yeah i would like so wh- i'm just saying like growth what i need you to do to be honest is i need you to get together with Grayston and I need you to let him know that you've become a gamer because when Grayston was talking about his LARPing, 
you were not down with the LARPing. And I feel like you are now at a point that it is time for you to engage with the LARP. That's a lot. It's a lot. But I say that you need to engage with the LARP. It's a lot to ask of me. (laughs) Changing a lot. I think LARPing's too far, but (laughs) I am willing. You need to LARP. You know what I'll you know what I'll be willing to do? If you can Z head LARP. If you can Zelda LARP. Now we're getting close. We're getting warmer. (laughs) We're getting warmer. Um I would be willing to watch, you know, with my gear on. Voyeur. And voyeur, voyeur LARP. And then see if I'm willing to jump in. I wonder if that's like it's a It's like kink. showing up to the orgy. Yeah, yeah, And being like, maybe I just want to watch. Yeah, you're just a voyeur. You're just an onlooker. Maybe I don't want to dive in just yeah. yet. You're part of the sex party. You're just not involving an actual sexual activity, but you are watching those participate. Because I'm therapy Evan. <laughs> and I'm willing and open. And I'm judgmental of nothing. All right, you know Except what? a lot of things, but but mostly not. So here's the thing. I'm mm-hmm. changing, I'm growing, and what you're witnessing, what you see as who is this guy? Yeah. What you're really seeing is a phoenix. It's like, what is a phoenix? There it is. There it is. See what I'm saying? So, I mean, I mean, let's be real. How hot is an eagle? I mean, how hot is a phoenix? I mean, that is hot. It's like, what? You know what I mean? And you're like, whoa, and the wind is blowing your hair. Hangover Evan, Hangover Evan is not a humble Evan. <laughs> Listen, it's it's a mixture. I'm a mixture. It's hangover plus therapy Evan. It's like a weird, wow. you know, amalgamation. All right, well, I accept this. Okay. I accept therapy Evan. Okay. I just you you have to understand all of a sudden someone comes home and I'm like, all this he's drinking water, he's drinking oat milk, he's gaming. But I'm Yes. You're right. And I'm super sorry that I didn't tell you all this before. Hey, by the way, I'm considering oat milk. By the way, I'm considering water. What I'm telling you you is that after watching Love is Blind and seeing how important communication Uh is, what you should have done is you should have written a song about it and presented it to me, mind, body, and soul. That's all I'm saying. You know what? And I'll be really honest with you. Therapy Evan hasn't gotten over judgment of that. Okay. I'm in full judge of that. <laughs> slowly the, the writing of the song is so dangerous and so sketchy to me that it's like, you better be sick with it, as they say. <laughs> because if you're anywhere near not dope, don't write songs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We talked about this last time. It's like, if you're going to like be unimpressive with something, don't, it's, it's not going to like, it's going to hurt your message. Right? Yeah. Imagine if I was drinking water all day and then talking about, don't drink water. It doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? Like you have to back it up. So like that was a horrible example, but I'm just saying <laughs> if I had a great, better example, I would use it. That's what I'm trying to say right now. <laughs> <laughs> don't write songs. Okay. Like literally just don't do it. Like we're done. Don't write songs for people to make them fall in love with you. It's fucking insane. Like I'm just tired of it. Okay. Like there's no world. <laughs> Whatever. Um, he's back he's back asshole evan's back and it's like therapy thing lasted for a few minutes and it's like dude i think i was pushed as far as i could with the oat milk and like the water it's like my limit of like acceptance is done don't write songs for people even if you're good don't do it whoa 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 no it's corny dude i mean no offense, i'm sorry it's corny delight if someone comes now, out write a is, song. A, is a is a is a amazing songwriter and decide if t swift decides to write a song for me are you joking okay, let me rephrase like, come on let me rephrase please, Taylor. it's also about the presentation you know if you're gonna present the song to the person do it like 
just jamming and then either one or two either record it get it all produced make it sound beautiful and then be like hey i wrote this song okay then, that, you, then you hear that it. is everything if someone see you know me i'm like i can't do a serenade but like you write a song for me and you produce it and then you give me like my own time and space to listen to the song alone yeah. and be like oh my god these lyrics are about me this melody is about right. me i mean yes. absolutely overcome with lust right. and love and all of those things right Here's the other part of it. Or you don't look at me when you perform. There's, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, if you're going to play it for someone, don't say, I wrote this about you. Be like, babe, I wrote a song. Can I show it to you? And then you write the song. You, you play the song. Mm -hmm. And then you go, oh my God, what's that about? And then you say, but it's actually about you and it's about us. It's like, oh, beautiful. Okay. That's actually, you, that's good. That's you know good. That's but good. That's you good. Go, hey, wrote a song about you. Check this. I mean, that song <laughs> better be fucking a number one hit because for me to get over that ick level, it better be so good that I'm blinded by how good it is. <laughs> so it's all about presentation for me. I have some news that's going to blow your mind. Okay. Well, Are you ready for I'm this? Ready, I'm ready. Okay. So after, obviously we're talking Love is Blind. Last week we recapped episodes one through three. If you didn't join us, please listen to that. Evan and I... We have already declared that what we are currently doing is we're only watching up to the episodes that we're recapping and we're not going past that at all. Okay, so we have no idea. So even after some of my thoughts last week, now watching episodes four through six, I'm like, shit, I have some serious mind changes already. So we 100%. don't know. We don't have our spoilers. We're not as far ahead as many people as the typical person right now. So anywho, last week we obviously talked about zach with his serenade and i got all these messages from people you know how we were talking about how just unbelievably horrendous the whole acapella situation was but then afterward towards the end of the episode i was like i don't know guys kind of slaps there's something about yeah there's a hook there. there's a hook there well turns out he didn't write the song mm. he didn't write the song it's Ludo. Ludo wrote the song. Okay. It's called Sarah's Song. And he just changed a few of the <sighs> words. <laughs> to Irina's song? And made an Irina song. And so the internet is set ablaze. TikToks, as far as the eye can see, with him saying over and over again, I wrote a song for you. And then he goes into it. Whoa. Blarney Stone and all. Turns out, Blarney Stone is Ludo's deal. Oh, it's a part of the original song. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, Blarney Stone, that feels very 1820. Was was this song written in like the late 1700s? No, I don't think so. I oh, okay. Because I'm getting like a, on the old ship we rolled in the Blarney Stone. You know what I mean? Like, it's got a very like... I don't think so. I think it was more of a recent hit. You know what would have been hilarious? Is if he would have just taken like a Dead Mouse song or something or like a like a like a diplo song and he's just like i wrote a song for you and he's just like tonight's the night we're taking over tonight i taste your body and he's just like and the she's like sitting like what and he's like, you gotta get it. <laughs> That's what I'd do. I'd be like, I wrote a song for you. I 
going to taste your ass, 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 ass. Well, <laughs> it was Ludo's it was song. Ludo, okay. It was Ludo's song. And so there's TikToks everywhere and everyone's sending me, oh my God, Zach didn't write the song. Okay. And it's just the repeat of him saying over and over again, I wrote a song for you. Okay. So I'm like, this just made this so much cringier. Yeah. And then you're starting to wonder, who is this guy? You know how much I love Zach. Yeah. I've declared, I've already declared my love throughout his mistakes. I love me some Zach. I can't help it. Right. But then I heard that and I'm a little bit like, okay, he yeah. blatantly lied. He blatantly about- plagiarized art. Well, check this out. I'm, in- I'm taking you on a journey right now. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm taking you on a journey. New development is Zach went on Instagram and God bless you, mom. Mom sent this to me. She's been sending me the tea that I can see. That oh, like I've your updated. own mother. Yes, my okay, own mother. <laughs> mother sent it to me. Mama sent it to me. Um, and he is confronting the rumors. And he's like, I've been called. There's, I mean, there's hundreds of articles. And he was like showing them in a reel. And he's like, he's a, he's a plagiarizer. He's a liar, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, here's part of the scene that you didn't see. And he shows footage that was cut out of the original episode. And he says, I wrote a song for you. And then you see him continue to say, well, actually it's not an original song. It's from one of my favorite, favorite artists. And it's one of my favorite songs. And I changed a few of the words for you. And they cut that shit Dirty. out. Now, and then he also said, that too, shows you what's really, that's going what I'm saying. And then, and then, mean? and then he said at the end too, he was like, by the way, I have more receipts. And then there was a little preview for like the live reunion. I'm so excited Whoa. that the reunion's going to be live. But point is two things. Number one, exactly what you just said. It's it's so important, and I'm. This is a reminder for me too. As I have a fun time and make all my judgment calls with reality TV, this is a perfect example of like this shit is edited. Yeah, yeah. Like we are trying, and even with that, I mean, I don't think that they were trying to make him look like a liar. I think they were trying to make it more cringe. By being like, he wrote this song himself. Uh, right. And he's going acapella, you know, versus like, hey, I'm changing a few of the words around because right. all the rest of us are going Blarney Stone. <laughs> yeah, what's a Blarney Stone, dude? That's a Zelda reference for sure. I just haven't gotten that far, but like 100%, you got to get the Blarney Stone and deliver it to the whatever, you know what I mean? So, oh, wow. Okay. So they screwed him on that one. But this is the other part to it. Net, there, I mean, how else could he have gotten that footage i was actually wondering about that except from netflix themselves so the they allowed him love is blind as a franchise gave him that footage that he could post on instagram and at the end of that reel like i said too he goes stay tuned i have more receipts and then there's a preview for the live reunion very interesting we've never never have we ever seen anyone from the bachelor franchise allowed to do anything of the sort where the show's still airing and you're spilling this behind the scenes like this was completely edited wrong or was like you know cut and there's there's all this context is missing and i'm going to come for say this was edited out and then and then abc allow it that's because netflix knows what they're doing that's what i'm saying you know what i mean they realize that like any pre- like good press is bad press you know it's like any press it's is everything. good press it's like 
they would rather have him expose them for cutting stuff yes. than like hide it all because they, they know that this will just create more clicks and more interest in the shows. They know they're not trying like they're, they're smart. They're the ones that get it. Like if ABC picked up on some of this, like ABC's living in like the twenties, like they're just like, we have to keep our image. And it's like, they don't realize that everyone knows. Everybody everyone knows. knows that you're Everybody like knows. cutting things and changing things and manipulating things. Even though sometimes things. you forget. I'm guilty but of I'm, myself. No, no, I'm, I'm just saying like everyone knows that you're playing with us. Yes. So it's like the best thing you could do is play into the drama. Yes. Allow people, you know, out of these like binding contracts, allow them to spill tea, allow them to like expose things. Because 100%. what it does is it creates more interest in what's going now, on. Now I'm so, I mean, I'm already hyped about seeing this live reunion, but yeah. now I'm even more like, oh my God, he's bringing receipts. Like he's going to do this whole thing. This feels very much more like if you are a fan of the Housewife franchise, whenever they do a Housewife reunion, the Housewives often talk about things that production did. Yeah. They bring receipts and it's, way better than yeah. an after the final rose episode it's not it's like it's electric and i think this reunion's gonna be electric because these people are gonna be bringing in receipts and all i'm saying is like you said netflix is doing it way better also i'd imagine you then have people who are part of netflix like you know who are reality tv stars who are down to maybe come back for more yeah. shows because you're like oh if I get screwed in edit, I can go online or I can go on a podcast and be like, that didn't happen. Exactly. It's so at least you're able to protect yourself a little bit versus a lot of these these uh, contestants on ABC with The Bachelor, they're screwed. You're left to... And we see people not, getting yeah. sued. Like how many people are out there with like these rumors about them that aren't even true, but they exactly. can't refute them because it'll go against their contract, you know? It's exactly. Like, Dude, Netflix needs to consult for ABC. No no questions about it. It's time to bring The Bachelor over to Netflix, baby. Honestly, that would be fire. Time to bring The Bachelor over to Netflix. It would, they would kill it. They yes. Would kill it. Well, I'm Zach singing Blarney Stone, <laughs> you know, I mean, still kind of a weird pull just because it would be cooler if like you pulled something we all knew. You know what I mean? It's just like, tonight's the night. Let shine. <laughs> Oh, if you would have like come out the with fireworks. Baby, you're up. Firework. Fire, fire, firework. You know what I mean? Something, something Dude, we Zach, all know. If Zach would have set up a full DJ booth yeah, in the pod like, and he's spinning, he's spinning. Yeah, he's just like, <laughs> we got <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, if, one more, yeah, just another cocktail. Thank you. Fire, 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 fire. He's like, fire. Oh. Let me hear you. Oh, sorry, Arena. Arena, Bliss is in here. She's bringing me a cocktail. She's she's yeah. coming in. She's like, wait, I thought you were proposing to me. And you're like, hey, hey, we're just you can bring a cocktail. That's he's all. Got, that's like, all. Like go dancers on the tables, <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, baby. I mean, listen, they already allowed him to do Ludo songs, so they probably had to pay for that in some form, right? Maybe. I don't know. I, I guess don't he's know. singing acapella. If you sing it acapella in your own voice, you probably yeah, don't have to. Probably not. Maybe yeah. I mean it was wild, and I'll be honest with you, if he did a better job, I wouldn't it wouldn't have be it wouldn't have been as entertaining. So I appreciate him can't carry a single tune, you know? Anything Zach does. You know me. Like after, for the first ten minutes I was not team Zach, and yeah. then he won. He stole my heart yeah. and now these past three episodes you know that i am just the entire time we were watching it you i love him. i love him and anytime anyone says anything bad about him you saw you i protective. was i was i was like 
I was coming out swinging. Yeah. When everybody was like, yeah, Zach, oh my God. And all the women were talking about how much they couldn't stand him. I was like, honestly, how dare all of you? Yeah, I didn't get that, man. That hurt my, that hurt it my hurt heart. My, it hurt my heart. It hurt my feelings. Like, like, what's going on? I mean, sure, the energy is a little sure, it's different. Sure, it's a little joke. But you gotta get to know people. Right. And he's a sweet, sweet guy. And I'm rooting for him. And oh my God, the yeah. bliss thing. Okay, we'll talk about okay. it. Before we get into the recap of these three episodes. Let's do it. Uh, let's take a quick pause. So family, here's the truth of the matter. You see Evan right now. Clearly this man is struggling. We need <laughs> our next sponsor. Very bad. <laughs> he needs <some> serious <laughs> hydration. Okay. Immediately. I also have some parties coming up this weekend. Don't worry. I'll take oh. you all along with me. Um, and the lifesaver for so many times during these party times has been liquid IV because liquid IV hydrates two times faster than water alone with three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks. It has been my secret weapon genuinely for years after some of those nights and the packaging is so convenient i never forget to keep them in my purse or my glove compartment it's so good and it's delicious too so many good flavors strawberry lemonade is my personal fave like jess said uh one stick of liquid iv is in 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone uh, they have 12 delicious flavors contain five essential vitamins b3 b5 b6 b12 and vitamin c with three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks and it's made with premium ingredients and is non-GMO and free from gluten, dairy, and soy. And by the way, Liquid IV believes that equitable access to clean and abundant water is the foundation of a healthier world. And to date, Liquid IV has donated over 39 million servings in 50 plus countries around the world. They're an amazing company, an amazing product. Like I said, I have been a regular user of Liquid IV I don't know, for the past five years now, something like that. Grab your Liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco, or you can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code MOMDAD at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code MOMDAD at liquidiv.com. So our little one just wrapped her spring break and we had so much fun family time together. But let's be honest, at a certain point you go, okay, we're home. What are we going to do now? Right? Well, we have the answer for all the parents and caretakers out there. And that is KiwiCo. Each month, KiwiCo delivers crates packed with fun uh, and spark creativity with kid-friendly topics and activities from engineering robots to learning about the science of cooking. There's interesting topics for every kid and real hands-on skills to explore. Ember has been a obsessed with KiwiCo. She loves when it. That, when that crate arrives, she is oh, thrilled. It's, a party. it's, a, it's party. a party. And KiwiCo has something for everyone. They have subscription lines for infants and preschoolers to teens and beyond. Uh, here's the thing. As a parent, it can be hard to find creative ways to keep your children busy, challenged, and off their screens. KiwiCo does the legwork for you so you can simply spend quality time tackling projects together. It's genuinely Ember's favorite day, like I said, when that KiwiCo crate arrives at the door. And I love doing the projects together as a family, but I will say something I love about KiwiCo Co. is that they make it so the kids are able to really figure it out themselves. I've seen Ember's confidence grow so much because of that. I've seen her take so much pride in these amazing projects that she creates by herself yeah. on her own because mm -hmm. KiwiCo makes it so. It's amazing. We've gotten so many amazing crates from KiwiCo. A recent hit with Ember was a crate that was focused on paleontology because she is obsessed with dinosaurs and KiwiCo helped her feel like she was just an expert out in the field, baby. Redefine learning with play. Explore hands 
hands-on projects that build creative confidence and problem-solving skills with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate at KiwiCo.com slash mom, dad. That's 50% off your first month at KiwiCo.com slash mom, dad. Okay, before we cover episodes four through six, another thing I did have to tell you too that so many family, you all are coming in, by the way, the family is amazing. They have been coming hot, hot, hot with the tea that is only surrounding those episodes. No uh, spoilers. Although. So bless all of you. You guys have been amazing. Although I did see like one DM accidentally. And then I had, oh, to, no. I had to get out of it real quick. Wait, did you see something? I don't know. I saw a little something oh, and I'm a little nervous me. about it. So like. Please don't tell you me. Know, I'm trying to get it out of my mind a little bit. Okay. But. But, hey, I'm just but saying, hey, don't do that, guys. Okay. <laughs> but in general, I'm getting the tea yeah. without any spoilers. Honestly, so bless you guys have you been all. very respectful. Thank you. We so appreciate because you. Because all it takes is one person. So please <laughs> get on the same page. Like if everyone did it and then one person didn't, it ruins all your hard work. It's like being on a team. You know what I mean? So like we're on a team together, you know, yeah. stick together. Okay? I like the idea of the fact that everyone knows what's happening and we don't but i like, think that's what's fun about that's what i'm this. saying it's fun you're getting our genuine real-time reactions and you get to watch us fumble f- fumble and know that we're wrong yeah or know that we're right like you're gonna get to be like oh my gosh they're love, so ignorant love, about the fact that this is happening in love real. watching a fumble we are the, we're the we should call we, this podcast the fumblers fumble. because 90 percent of our takes are insane and there's a lot of like uh, like just instant judgment like, like one episode like, later being like i was completely wrong <laughs> okay but something okay. i have to say yeah. that a bunch of the family sent me yeah. was you know how you were going on your riff last episode about the idea of these people who potentially got like engaged got to the altar had families and they never showed them well and i said they don't ever get that far well apparently the first two seasons there were a few couples that got engaged and even like made it all the way to the altar and they cut them out entirely so what you were saying happened no can you imagine way can you imagine i mean it's like full two full months of like dedication to something and getting it erased from history yeah and like what if there's a couple of people who did it who did it just for like followers or something and then like they get cut out and then they're having to pay for divorce lawyers (laughs) insane Unbelievable, right? Insane. So something well, to you keep know, in that's mind. Happening? That makes sense because I was actually talking to your mom about this. <laughs> your God mom bless was you, kind mom. of, but me and my mom, me and your mom were talking and she was like, we were talking about how there was other people that got cut out and she goes, well, how do they, how do they make sure that like they have a chunk of people that actually go far enough? Like, how do they not like film an entire group of people and like only one goes? Like it makes sense. You get enough people. You gotta have, and enough. then you have a couple backups. Yeah. Where you you're like, their enough. story's not that interesting. It's kind of boring. But just in case these other people don't go, keep going where they're going. Yeah. We or we have a snoozer season. You we know. Gotta, we gotta fix that. All right. Let's yeah. get into this. Okay. Let's 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 do this because we're covering the three episodes. Okay. Let's. We're all heading to Mexico now. So yes. now we're going straight to Mexico. So let's. Jealous, by the way. <laughs> I know. I want to go to Mexico, dude. What the hell? <laughs> I want to be in Mexico, chilling on the beach. Uh, like that's all I could think about was like, cool. Yeah, you guys got your drama, but like you're in a pool drinking pina colada. But so, like, enjoy like, the moment. Stop you know? crying <laughs> to me about this like drama you got going on. Let me just be there. Suck it up. Suck it up, dude. You could be doing this stuff in Glendale. Okay, like stop. <laughs> how dare you shame how our hard, city? How hard? How dare you it, shame our city? How hard could it be for you? You're in Cancun. Well, Suck it when, up. when people have the major ick. Okay, That's so true. 
So let's talk about in general, just like the overview of the couples yeah. and like where we're feeling with them. Then we can talk about the pool party and the mm-hmm. fallout from that. And then a little bit, you know, we'll mix in yeah. the hometown Got getting it. back home situation. Got Sound it. good? Sounds great. So we'll be weaving in and we'll out. We'll weave. We'll weave. weave. Okay. First and foremost, let's just get this direct. Tiffany and Brett, they go directly in to Mexico yeah. and it is... As perfect as it could possibly be. It's unbelievable. I mean, those two. They won the lottery. They won the lottery with each other. They're absolutely fantastic. I was thinking this entire time. If I'm going into a situation like them Mm -hmm. and I am like, okay, I'm feeling this attraction in the pods. It doesn't matter how good I feel and how attracted I am to somebody in the pods. More likely than not, I am tripping out having to go directly into a hotel room situation. Because you know me, I'm a little bit of a hermit crab, okay? So I'm like, I need space. So I just, yes, we've we've gotten to know each other's souls via this pod, but now I have to go directly onto a flight with you and now just shack up with you immediately. It's not like, oh, I'm going to invite you back to my room tonight after a dinner. We're going directly into living together. Never even seen you. Never even seen you. No idea. We're, <laughs> we're directly going into a living situation, and I have my little quirks and things, and I like a lot of space. Yes. So the idea of someone just being like this, oh my god, constantly like up in my business, and I'm like, I haven't quite seen you before. I need a breather. I need time. I need a separate room. Or yeah, but even like. If you're in these pods for two weeks and you're like cut off from all civilization, you know what I want to do when I first get back? What? I don't want to hang out with you. I want to watch my favorite television show. (laughs) I want to watch Succession. I want to get into my favorite shows. I want to catch up. All I want to do is play Zelda, dude, and you're here staring at me. You know what I mean? Like get off! I'm getting the ick just because you're here. I'm trying to I'm trying to Z out with my Z, with my with my Zelda heads with my Z heads with my Z team, and you're here staring at me saying, "Can we talk more?" I'm like, I've talked to you for two weeks. Like, no, it's we. I'm playing Zelda. I need a break. I need a break. I need a moment to like take in the reveal and what happened from the reveal. I need a day, and I need a breather. I don't need you in my bed or you in my bathroom. In my bath. In my bath. Like we take a bath together. You're like, dude, (laughs) give me. I'm soaking for 24 hours alone. But for Tiffany and Brett, Mm -hmm. that's the one situation that I'd be like, I guess I'm good. You're absolutely right. It's the one that's like, there's so no ick factor and they're so into each other and they're both amazing that you're just kind of like, you lucked out, man. Incredible human beings. You have Tiffany who throughout this entire process is just one of those people that gives off this energy that like, I want to be around Tiffany. She seems like every moment she just, everything's comfortable yeah. and fun. And when they had their first like dinner together, they were laughing and there were serious moments, but there's also like a lot of breathers. Right. It feels so low pressure. Like she's yeah. so... I don't know. I just want to be well, around she's 36, her. man. She's not. She's done with the games. Yeah. She's done with the Michael Kwame games. She's done with the Irina games. She's done with the back and forth. I don't know what I want. Yeah. She's done with trying to get you to like me. She's done with all that. She done. is like, I know what I want. I know what I, I, I'm capable of. Yeah. I'm ready to give. I think that's a big one, too. Yeah. When you're sure. young, there's a lot of taking. Mm-hmm. What am I getting out of this? And Tiffany has that, like, I'm willing, I'm willing to give. I'm willing to give affirmation and love. She's always talking in the pods to brett about like 
I want to give to you. Like, yeah. I want to sh- tell you how great you are. But then she also is like, you can see there's like this protection of herself and her boundaries oh, yeah. and leaning back like when she needs to and all of that. And then Brett. Yeah. Making. So sorry. Love you yeah, so much. Yeah. Every man on the planet. Look <laughs> terrible. No. First of all, six, five. Gorgeous. I mean, so gorgeous. Then, like, public affirmation king, celebrating her at everything. He's going, look at her. Just look at her. Like His public affirmation to me, you know you know me. I live for some public aff. I love words of affirmation in general, but you give me some public aff, yep. and I'm <sighs> so beyond in. And that's, like, public affirmation, like, for us, 18 years yeah. in, it means so much. Right. But the fact that he's doing these public affirmations so early on and, like, going to the men, like you said, being like, look at her. She's amazing. And right. then let, and by the way, also, what I love, too, I love when they were having their sit-downs post the pool party, and he was letting her know how wonderful everyone thinks yes. she is. Just, like, the validation. And then when they he's had... He's not testing out other relationships. He's not, like, going around going, hey, what's up, ladies? Let's talk for a little bit. He's just literally right. like, I got my girl. Or playing the games of, like, I'm not going to give too yep. much no, because we'll see where she's at. Like he's all in. And then their first night together hot. was so, so hot. Was so hot. I'm like, this is the hottest thing I've ever seen. It was so hot when he was just like, get on top. I'm dripping in sweat. And I'm like, oh my God, this is the hottest moment I've seen yeah. on television in quite some time. Yes, and it just, was fantastic. it was fantastic. So, I mean, these two, they, by the way, I think it was episode five that we had a little teaser for the rest of the season right. and it made it look like it was either their wedding day or he was trying on suits, but he said something like, this is not happening on the wedding day. Yeah, we, I think Netflix is fucking that's with BS. us. I mean, we saw, like, we know they're so locked in. It was probably like the cake came late and he was like, this shouldn't happen. And they were like, cut that like, <laughs> right. whoa, are they on ice? And it's I like, I thought no. maybe it was like a family thing. Maybe someone sure. doesn't show up and they're sad about that. But it's definitely, but it's definitely editing to play with our emotions. I think it's bait and switch because yeah. there's no way these two they're going it, it's all the way there's children there's a future you know they're planning their agreed. life together there's no way agreed um okay micah and paul okay yeah mm-hmm. now there were numerous people um in mexico that yeah. once they were out of the pods i was a little bit like I made a mistake in some of my quick reactions. So uh, I feel the need to make a public apology to Paul. An apology oh, to Paul. Whoa, you guys. That was a dad joke. A real good dad joke. I just want to say I'm proud of you. Thank you so much. An apology to Paul because we went hard. I, I took my 100%. initial feelings about Paul and I was just like, you know, red flag, red flag, red flag. Um, his energy just seems so different. We were like excited about reviewing a new show. We were excited <laughs> about jumping in. And did we come in super hot? Were we, were we swinging, swinging a little for bit the for fences? Paul? Yeah, yes. a little bit, a little did bit. Did we smell blood in the water and we were like, let's get him. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. We did. And, and this brings me to a point uh-huh. about... The pods versus not the pods. Yeah. I am now realizing that Netflix cut together their their most awkward moments and made it like their personality. Sure. Also, I think people in the pods act differently, especially the guys. The guys 
seemed the the energy was very different. I felt like Paul's energy was different. Kwame's energy was different. Um, Zach, to a certain extent, energy oh, was big time different. They came in like they were in Vegas and they were trying <laughs> to like play a role, like meet a girl. Like, hey, what's, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. I'm a doctor and I'm about to do surgery on that ass. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it was very like, it was very like corny lines yeah. and like sexy moves yeah. and everything was like Paul was just like when I'm in the presence of a true love <laughs> I am overcome by a fire of glory and you're like what are you talking about yeah. and then he gets out and he acts like a normal guy and you're like oh so what happened was yeah. is that you're in this awkward situation you're trying to be charming funny sexy the whole thing and you're going to have awkward, corny moments. Yeah. And these guys kind of pulling out some of the corny lines. You know, Zach with the like, I'm a stripper. What do you think about that? You know, Kwame with the like, I'm going to play you a song. Like all that stuff was very yeah. like corny. And I think that it was like they were trying to come up with like, what character should I be to be enticing? Yeah. yeah. The women seem to be in general a lot more like themselves. Like, yeah, they were way more. When they, like we're seeing them out of the pods and we're not like, who is this person? Right. Versus. Versus especially Paul and Zach, there's a little bit of like, whoa, okay. Seeing you in real life, different and, and much more enjoyable and balanced yeah. and going, oh, I like you guys versus in the pods presented a very different. Paul in the pods, it was like we talked about the the way in which he, you know, would be like, well, the microbial effect of like your vibe is just like not on the same level. And like you, there were a few moments in this. There was one moment when he was talking to uh, Zach later in, I think, uh, episode six, where he was like, she meets the the minimum requirements for the perfect woman. And I was like, yeah. mm, OK, Paul, like whatever. But there were those moments where I'm like, OK, this they guy is kind of like high on his own supply a little bit. Um, He's trying to be kind of hot and sexy and braggadocious. You yeah, know what I mean? That's yeah. what it felt like. But then also, too, I was like, oh, the red flags. With, and I get, you know, here's the thing. You see in like an hot scientist, smart guy. I'm like, he's a player. He's a player. Now, right. I will say this. I'm enjoying Paul right now. Yeah. There are some moments where I still feel mm. like Paul might be a little, a little bit of a player sure, sure. that maybe we're not seeing as much. There was when he was talking with Arena at one point and she was flirting with him, he wasn't pushing he her like bit away. Her finger when she, he when was she like touched his face. her hand. He was like, What do you think about the way I look? Yeah, he, like, yeah he was very interested uh, in knowing what she thought. Yeah, I don't think he's into her, but I think it's it was the energy a little bit of like, okay, so maybe a little bit of a play. I mean, he was biting her hand. I think we'll get into this. I think it has a lot more to do with Micah than Irina. Okay, interesting. I think his flirting with Irina didn't have to do with Irina. Okay. I think it was like where he's maybe feeling a little with bit Micah. with Micah. Okay. Exactly. Well, but that's my thing. So I'm like, I'm really enjoying Paul. Yeah. I, I really do. And I'm loving him and Zach's relationship. Mm -hmm. um, Paul's one of those ones, and I feel pretty confident saying this. Who knows? So again, I feel like Paul's going to be one of the guys that by the time when we hit the live reunion, which mm -hmm. I'm so excited about the live reunion. Oh my God. When we hit the live reunion, I'm either going to be like, I love Paul right. and Paul's been <laughs> rock solid through this whole thing or numerous months now later, it's going to be like, maybe Paul was a little bit of a player. We're finding out yeah. some stuff in the reunion. That's all I'm going to say about Paul. Listen, I like him. I can say, I think I'm going to feel either like I continue to really like Paul or there's going to be a surprise at the reunion. In the real world so far, Paul is a much, 
more palatable, enjoyable person than he was in the pod. So what we find out about Paul and Micah is yeah. that when we first saw them reveal, you and I were like, oh, they're super into each other physically. Yeah. Well, we find out both of them say that the other person is not typically their type. That was really interesting. Which I was actually really surprised they were, by. When they first met each other, they were very like, oh my gosh, you're amazing. Yeah. You're hot. You're exactly what I pictured you, blah, 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 blah. And then they both later on are like, I'm usually into more granola girls and I'm usually into more like witchy girls. And then she's more like, he's not my type generally. Yeah. They definitely, I mean, what do you think about like when they, when she's on that, when they're like driving that ATV thing, you know what I mean? You kind of start to see, in my opinion, the real difference. He's loving the dust and the <laughs> he's nature eating the dust. and the bugs. And he's, he's like loving the adventure. With and she's like, where is the nearest like restaurant? You yeah, know no, what no. I mean? She was just like, I'm burning. It's hot. There's dust in my eyes. They get to the cenote. You drag, you and you she's drive like, crazy. Like you're dorky. <laughs> like it was just like, she was, she was critical of the whole shit. Cause she was like, this is not my thing. And she was like, they're the fish. What, what are those fish in there? What are those creatures or those bugs? And he was calling like the, the fish and the bugs, little buddies. He's like, they're little buddies. They're our friends. They're our in. pals. He's, she's like, okay like yeah, yeah it was just a different energy and he there were numerous times where he was saying like you had said he was like okay i'm normally more into witchy women paint all over their overalls yes. you know herb gardens and micah's yeah. not that way right um i don't know what these two i really don't i found it interesting that he made reference a few times to the fact that he has a hard time um processing uh, decisions and he questions questions himself a lot and at one point later in the episode he does bring up to zach that he's thought about amber because zach was talking about bliss yeah and so and he's, he's like oh what do you talk do you think about bliss and he's like i can sympathize with you because i sometimes wonder if i made the right choice yes and it was like whoa we have not heard that yet so i'm questioning if maybe later on in the season he's gonna be like I don't know how I feel about this. I think he likes Micah. I think they like each other, but I think they might be too different. I feel like they're looking at each other in like glass enclosures and they're like, you're not my type at all. And I don't really have anything in common with you, but I find you attractive and we connected. Yeah. So are we friends or do we love each other? Well, and that's the vibe I'm getting. He said the way that we see the world is super similar, but she's a little more like laid back and lighthearted and it's good for me. So it might be one of those things where you're like, oh, it ends up actually. But also clean and he very was, particular. Remember he was saying that? And then she was and then, super neat. And he's kind of like, that's not my vibe at all. Which was shocking to I, me. I think, here's what I think. People are very contradictory in their statements in this show. Yeah. They'll do a lot of things like, like Irina was co- constantly doing with Zach. Like, you're a great guy and we really connect, but I find you disgusting. Get away from me. <laughs> I hate you. You know what I mean? And then like, you know what I mean? Like, there's just a lot of like, there's a lot of that going on. Yeah. So it's like, I think with, I think there's a lot of like, I'm trying to convince myself yeah, going on. Yeah, there's a lot of convincing. And with Paul to go and Micah, I think that like on a base level, they like each other, but I think they have nothing in common. No. And I think they have they don't share the same interests at all. I think that's going to become and apparent. I think, I as think each we're going to see the passes. things start to like disintegrate. Yeah, I think that's going to become apparent as each week passes that their worlds are very different. But I was bewildered when he said that she's super neat and that he is more like. I did not see that coming. I would have, Evan, I would have put all my life savings on the fact that Paul is like, I press every shirt I wear. 
everything is in its perfect place. Everything is labeled. You wipe, you know, the top of any countertop and it's just, you could lick off, like lick it. I assumed their first night together, she made the bathroom like a disaster. Like all her creams and everything were everywhere. I was thinking her and I were going to be similar in that way. Yeah, I thought it was going to be a tornado he, like my bathroom. And he was going to be like, um, <laughs> well, this is insane. So the fact that she's the clean one and he's the messy that was, one. That was very surprising to me. see that coming. This is what I'm learning about, about Paul. Paul, when he's bringing up his witchy girlfriends mm -hmm. and bringing up how he likes to be in flow yeah. more, he's Mushroom Paul. Because he's doing mushrooms and vibing in the nature. He's Mushroom Paul. Mm. Paul is Mushroom King. Is he Mushy, Mushy, Mushy Paul? He's Mushy Paul. Mushy Paul. He He's like, I am a scientist because oh. I want to be one with nature. These are all my little buddies. So he's not a particular scientist that sits there and like make sure the pens are perfectly aligned. He is the nature guy. No, he's like, I want to become one with the universe. Like I want, I want to, I want to become a symbiosis. I want to get, I want to like, entrench myself in dirt. I want to take these uh, different elements and rub them all over my body and become one, our elemental nature. All of this started to come together oh. with the first three episodes of certain things he was saying that I'm like, he's Mushroom Paul. He's a mushy scientist. He's mushy king. He's <laughs> mushroom <laughs> king. He's the king of shrooms. Like he's the mushroom. Like definitely Paul is like a psychedelic king. That's what makes him hot too. Like that's what makes him like um, probably like he does well out in the scene is because he is the scientist who goes to Burning Man. You know what I mean? This is Paul. He's, he's the Paul, guy that shows up Burning Man before. and everyone else like is just like, I don't know, man, I'm in between jobs. And he's like, I'm a scientist. And they're like, what? Yeah. What are you doing here? He's like experiencing my experiences and no experiencing <laughs> my experiments. He's like, like, I've Whoa. come here to get you in flow. Like for all of us to be in flow together in nature. Let's all breathe the same mm. breath together. Yeah, he's smart and free. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, no, I That's mean. That's more of the vibe I'm yeah. getting. Yeah, he's kind of like a hippie scientist. Yeah. Which yeah, is yeah, really yeah. cool. But I do feel like she's like a city girl and he's kind of like granola king. You know what I mean? I <laughs> mushy king. He's mushy king <laughs> and she is, you know, three course queen. Yes. You know what I yeah, mean? I think she's, so. She's, she's silverware and a nice dinner he's like i want to cook on this skillet under the moonlight yeah, yeah. i want i want to eat these things like i want them to be wrapped in leaves exactly i want to i want to cook this thing underground like he's gonna go on naked and afraid and he's gonna be like i know i'm not gonna go very far like i don't think that i have the uh physical equipment to be able to extend myself yes but i want to experience these three days that i can be yes. present on naked and, and afraid. she's like why would i ever do this yeah, yeah he would be like all you'd see is paul's eyes he would like entrench himself fully yeah, in the, the mud, mud <laughs> in order to not get bit by the cicadas or whatever it is you know that that's the dude speaking of that show real quick <laughs> It's always the mosquitoes. So my thing is this, like the number one thing with these people is they always get destroyed by the mosquitoes. You got to come in with like a mosquito technique because everyone's good. It's like, oh, I can hunt. I can do this. I can do that. I can get water. I can make fire. But everyone gets rocked yep. by the mosquitoes. All, all the buggies. You got to learn. You got to inject yourself with something. If I was going to go on the show, all I would do, you know how people um, they have, have like, like a one, machete. Yeah. I'd have like a cream, like a massive Costco sized bottle of, um, Bug what, repellent. Bug repellent. Yeah. And then I would win. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone else win. leaves because they get destroyed by bugs. I'd have a huge thing of bug repellent. Yeah. I'd coat myself in it all yeah. day long. And then I'd sit around and catch a bug or two and eat it and wait 20 days. 
versus everyone else is like, I've made this structure. And then like 400 mosquitoes later, they're gone. Sign them up. Sign them up. Sign them up. It's my trick. Um. So yeah, that's Paul, Paul and Micah. Um, I have questions. Okay. I think that they could go all the way, but I also don't, the vibe I'm getting from Paul is that he's questioning too much that I don't think he'll actually, I, I take back my original guess that they'll get married. Okay. I think maybe they'll keep dating, but I don't know if I could see him pulling the trigger. Got it. Okay. Since he seems like he's more of a hesitant person. Okay. Um, okay. Next, Jacqueline and Marshall. So yes. Jackie and Marshall, what we talked about last week was that we thought when they had the reveal that Jackie was like, this is, we sensed, something. we sensed that it was like that Marshall, maybe he's obviously a very handsome man, but yep. like maybe he just isn't her typical yes. type. And we have confirmation within the first few minutes of the first episode, episode four, that she typically is like, he's not my type. Typically physically. I normally go for like six, five tatted Brent. top to bottom. Brett, even though Brett's not tatted, but, but we she's see like, when she walks in, she goes, "He's fine. Whoa, he's fine." Like she almost, she, it was almost guttural. It was yeah. almost like her body went just like, she's "Whoa, like, he's hot!" And then Marshall looked at her and goes, "What? No, I know. I, I, I told you he was attractive." And he, she's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, totally. totally no, never mind, never mind." No. But she was she, just like, "Whoa!" Like that's the guy I like. You that's know? so Marshall is not her typical type. Sure, sure. Now she's saying in her ITMs where she's like, "He is," you know, continued to uh, what we had for the first three episodes where she was like he is a quality man he's the type of guy i want to be with i yes. need to be with yes. and she said this to him numerous times throughout the episode where she was like i need to be with someone like you it's what's best for me like i know i need to but i haven't in the past um i definitely feel the same way that i felt episode three when they had the reveal that she clearly likes him and he obviously very much likes her, but I don't think that she is physically attracted to him. And I think she's kind of panicking because of that. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. I couldn't agree more, man. It's like, it's like when your heart, you have two brains, yeah, heart and mind, you know, and the mind is telling her what an awesome guy. Incredible. He's cooking for me. He made a compote. He made a compote. I don't even know <laughs> what a compote is, but he made one for her. Okay. He's, I don't even know what that is, but he made it for her. That is incredible. You know what I'm saying? I've never had one of those before, but I'm sure it's sick. So he made her a compote. Okay. And he cleans up no, after. So he's he cleaning. Makes... He's got the glasses on, which is kind of like the so cute handsome vibe. Handsome with the glasses cute vibe. He's on. Like, he's got the glasses on. You know, like Lee. Lee's got some hot glasses on. Lee looks smart. Lee's looking smart and hot with the glasses on. Lee's got that like, you know, cute, smart thing going on. You know what I mean? And, like, I don't have that. And like, I want to know what that's like to have, you know? So, so, so he's got the glasses on. Okay. He's making compote. <laughs> we don't know what that is, but it's it's some sort of jelly. Okay, it looks kind of like jam of some sort. It looks like a jelly. He made some sort of jelly from scratch. Okay, he makes the pancakes, and then he comes out. Okay, and he's got the like um, the duster, thing, like the duster, and he's like tapping it, and there's powdered sugar falling 
on the pancakes. I mean, this is an episode of Chef's Table. <laughs> this isn't a condo. No. Okay? This is not at the five, you know, the, the four seasons. This is at a condo and he's hitting the thing with the compote <laughs> and the whole thing. Okay. So we got compote, dusters, fucking whatever. You know what I mean? It's very romantic. He's cooking. He's cleaning. Then he even says, when she's like, I'll help you clean. He goes, no, I'll clean. I've already been up and ready. You just focus on your day. So, I mean, let's be real. Let's be real. He's the dream man. He's emotionally intelligent. He's open. He's kind. He's thoughtful. But this is the difference between this just like thing that like you can't put into words, which is like, does it tick a box that you can't write down? Because Marshall ticks all the boxes. All of them. But there's something she's got where she's like, there is a missing box that like she's I think she's coming to terms with the fact that like. There is an un, there is an un, there's a box that I can't write down mm-hmm. that's big enough that makes all the smaller boxes that are these great things about him not check the big one. Yeah. Which is just that guttural sense of I want you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think she's missing that. So her brain is going dream guy yeah because she talks about it she goes he was there for her when she's crying oh I all was, night long so i was gonna say it was like when she was after their date alone and they have this really good conversation and she shares that she thinks he's amazing and he's the right guy that she needs but she's concerned about herself yeah and then she goes back to the hotel and she's breaking down about all this family stress that she has that she's going to go back into so clearly there's a lot of anxiety there um, he handles it, in my opinion, as someone who like has gone, you know, yeah. has my panic attacks and all this. <clears throat> Ten. He's not trying to sit there and fix it for her. He's not lecturing her in any way. He's not writing off how she's feeling. He's literally a presence there, and he's like, "Can I do anything to take you back to that moment before?" No. Then he just is there. He holds her. He lets her know they're gonna go into this together. He does everything right. In those moments. He's immaculate. But actions can only go so far. Yeah. Your personality can go so far. There has to be a genuine chemical connection that you can't mm-hmm. describe. Mm-hmm. It has to start there. Yeah. And you know, that's why people stay with people that they that their actions are horrible because they have the genuine connection. They have that like guttural response to someone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like if you don't have it, it's really hard to rep- re- replace that. That's why she's doing she's doing if you actually think about it she's doing a version of the Irina, just far less mean like Irina is does a lot we talk we'll get into that but like she's doing this thing where she's going like she's saying oh i love him he's my little dumbass like she's almost trying (laughs) to like like she says like you're my little dumbass you know like she's trying to kind of reframe the relationship it feels very much more friend so how do i palette this because i can't seem to rationalize why i can't find this guy hot like in my soul not like physically he's hot emotionally he's hot everything's hot but i can't feel it yeah what is wrong you can see her being like what is this thing wrong with you can see like her questioning everything being like why can't i find this with Mm -hmm. him and so she's kind of friend being friendly with she's changing her personality is changing she's like saying weird stuff she's like going like yay like she's just saying all these things that like are like oh you're changing your personality almost to kind of deal with this fact that you almost see the impending doom coming yeah 
That's I, the feeling I get is like her anxiety is oozing off of her. Yeah, I think so too. And I'm not to dismiss any of the stress or pain she's feeling with her family because obviously that's like very, very real. But when she was having that breakdown in the hotel room, I felt very much like obviously this has to do with family, but I also felt, and I'm, you know, ignore me because I'm probably just speaking from my own, like projecting my own feelings onto it. But I also felt like there was a large piece of that that had to do with they just had this great date and she feels like I want this to be the guy that I want to be with, but I don't, it's not clicking internally for me and I'm feeling anxious about it because I want it to work, but there's also something missing and I can't place what it is because he's everything he's looking at her going you're gorgeous you're amazing but i think he deep down knows too you could just see it in his eyes he's got that like so too something's off yeah and i can't put my feet you know he she knows what's off yeah but he's going you're my dream girl but something Something's feels off. weird right now yeah yeah you know it's like when we go in for the kiss and you give me the, the cheek you know it's kind of like what what was you know you're just quite yeah. you're like, why what's going on with that mm-hmm. you know Listen, I haven't seen the episodes, but I see it coming. You know, I know what I mean? I know. I There's know. No, I mean, unless they just fully lie to themselves, she is going to at some point. Yeah. Like hit a head to like just like implode. Yeah. Because of the stress of it. Yeah. I definitely don't. If it gets to the altar, I don't think it's happening. Yes. I would be shocked. Agreed. I would be shocked. Agreed. Um, okay. Before we dive into yes. Kwame and Chelsea, let's take a quick pause. So, family, you know I love the fashion, and I have to tell you, there is nothing like a piece that is high quality and timeless that you know you can wear again and again in casual settings or out to a nice dinner. Those are your forever pieces, and that is Jenny Kane. Think minimalist meets luxury. Jenny Kane items are classic, comfortable, and California-inspired clothes from the cotton or cashmere knit sweater you're obsessed with to the flowy summer dress you never want to take off. Uh, We both have pieces from Jenny Kane, by the way. My cashmere cocoon sweater is everything to me. It is so delicious and wonderful and gorgeous, and your hoodie is fantastic. It's incredible. They're so classic. They're so timeless, and they're also so unbelievable comfortable um the quality is a 10 like i said and just an absolute forever piece and the shoes the mules you have to go on their website and browse okay with the spring upon us please i'm telling you go look at the jenny kane dresses okay the riviera slip dress is my spring summer dream i'm already seeing it pairing the riviera slip dress in hazel with the cashmere cocoon sweater and oatmeal and a pair of their leather knot sandals oh my god it's so good you have to check out their website everything is fantastic whether you're dressing for work errands or a night on the town jenny kane is a go-to for effortless everyday outfitting find your forever pieces at jennykane.com our listeners get 15 percent off your first order when you use code mom dad at checkout that's 15 percent off your first order at j-e-n N-I-K-A-Y-N-E dot com. Promo code MOMDAD. The brand go-to for all season staples. Treat yourself because you deserve it. All right. Kwame and Chelsea. Now, these two. These two, these two, these two. Mm. So, last episode, we talked about how, uh, you know, I was like, these two are meant to be together. They're perfect. It's everything. Um, but then my concern was that reveal where Chelsea was like, feel it. She was sucking him in. She was breathing him in. She was living for this <laughs> this moment. And it seemed like Kwame just 
wasn't quite there in that moment. Um, that feeling has continued, but maybe times 10. Yes. Um, also, we were talking about them having very much like the motivational speaker energy. As we see in Chelsea's home later, she has her morning affirmations taped on her mirror. We nailed, we nailed that one. But Kwame, on the flip side, um, his energy seems super different out of the pods. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's because he is with Chelsea and Chelsea might not be who he was expecting to be with. Um, but we do hear him again when they go back to their homes that he's like, Normally, I'd be in my boxers playing Xbox. And I was yeah. like, maybe that wasn't the Tony Robbins, you know, grind set. I was yeah, thinking of. So not maybe, much of a grind set mindset maybe, thing. Maybe I was just really misreading that situation. Yeah. Um, or I don't know if he was meeting her in that moment in I the mean, pods. I, I think he was selling her. He wasn't selling her anything, but he was matching her energy because that's what we do sometimes, especially if it's, if it's visual only. I think what was happening was she was talking to him. Or auditory only. What I say? Visual. Oh, sorry, auditory. Yeah. I think what was happening was that she was giving off. I'm a I'm an embetterment person. I'm a person that like works out because I want my body to thrive. I I, I eat this because I want to be cognitively spot there. I listen to these podcasts because I want to um, be able to think of creative ideas. I go to these conferences because I want to kill business. Like her thing is like I'm always leveling up in every way. Like she clearly has that vibe. Mm -hmm. He, I think, felt that and thought, I like that. That's cool. Yeah. I'm going to give you that back. I make love to your soul. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I am a go-getter and I am like this, 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 and this. Right. And so they both, she, he, he kind of met her where she's yeah. at. And now that they're out, I think what we're seeing with Kwame, I think what we're seeing with him is that to his own admission, this isn't like even made up. He said like, I, before this, I was in my box just playing Xbox. She's talking about like, I want the house clean. I want the dishes exactly right. <laughs> He's trying to cut deals with her being like, how about 30% of the time I do the dishes and 30% of the time I just leave them on the counter. And she's like, no, a hundred. I think what's going on is in her place in life. Yeah. She is like ready to like, she is just like, everything's in order and she's passionate. She's ready to go. She's ready for that dual CEO energy. She's very genuine too in yeah. her like, I've, she's cl clearly done a ton of therapy mm -hmm. when she was talking about the pink apartment. She was talking about how like in my last relationship, I was, you know, kept, I was unwilling, I was unable to express myself. Now I'm ex like, she, she has worked through so yeah, much. Yeah. Kwame's sitting there going like, I was just in my underwear playing Xbox. He's kind of <laughs> going like, I'm kind of young. I'm having fun. Maybe yeah. I'm, I'm a dating guy. I'm that's, I think that's why there's like a Micah connection there. Cause it's like, she's on that kind of level. They're both yes. kind of young and just yes. kind of partying and having fun. Chelsea's like, no, I want a marriage. Mm -hmm. I want to live my life. I want to lock this thing. I want to go to Tony Robbins conferences and like talk about how we can live a better life. I think Kwame's like, this is a lot. Yeah. And I, and I, and, and, and if I was Chelsea, I'd feel frustrated about the fact that this person is not kind of giving that same energy they were in the pods, which yeah. was like, I'm the same way. Let's get it. The thing that I'm really concerned about with the two of them is that I believe that Chelsea you know, like you said, is so ready for marriage and family and to have that forever person. And I think as each day passes, she's definitely picking up the vibe that Kwame might not be fully into her in that way. And what I'm nervous about is that if she is going to just keep pushing through and be like, I want the idea 
of this to work. So I'm going to keep going versus like, okay, clearly he's probably not in the same mindset as you are. He's definitely having thoughts about Micah. I don't know if he, if you guys are on the same wavelength of what you want maybe right now, but I'm going to, but I'm nervous that she's just going to ignore all that just to get to the point of getting married. And then on the flip side, I'm nervous that he is just going to kind of, cause we see him again, like right when she, he's about to meet her dad Yeah, and she's so nervous and he's like, he's looking elsewhere and he's yeah. like, Oh yeah, great. It's named Charles. Oh, hey, that yeah, was yeah. Bad. I have that, no that idea. That was clearly like the end of the road. I mean, he's, he seems like just he's over exhausted. it. He he's seems like, just over it. And, but I'm nervous that then he doesn't want to be this like guy who's going to hurt her yeah. so that he might keep moving forward, which is just going to make it worse Agreed. instead of just ending it now and just allowing it to just get to the altar or even get to a wedding when both of them are like, this isn't the right thing for us. And she us. clearly senses it too. And I think that's why she's squeezing harder. Almost like get him to react, to be like, wake up, feel something. And the more she squeezes, the more that he like retracts. Yeah. And another thing I want to bring up really quickly is that I think that like, there's also like the love language of flirting and like connecting in a certain way. Mm-hmm. And I think certain people like Kwame like to be playful yeah to not give it all up front to kind of have some mystery to go back and forth to create a little tension like certain people love that flirtation energy chelsea's like all cards on the table no kind of back and forth let me keep you on your toes vibe so they and not one of them's wrong or right they're just different and i think that kwame likes the kind of like I'm a little scared. I'm a little interested. We're offending each other. And then I'm winning you back. He likes that kind of playful energy. And I think Chelsea's like all cards on the table. Let's go. And I think that can be a real miss. Yeah. So I'm just not seeing them finding that middle ground. No. Well, I mean, when they first got there, though, I mean, Chelsea, God bless. I really like Chelsea. I think Chelsea is... A wonderful person. She's just so transparent and so She's like so open. transparent. Also patient. I was obsessed with the fact that she on night one whipped out her baby blanket. I think she's 31. And she's like, are you down to know that we're going to be sleeping, mutually sleeping with this baby blanket yes. every night together? She holds this thing up. This thing is in tattered tattered it's just in shreds major action it has seen every phase of her life this thing and also it's a large it's not it's really a, a blanket no. it's more <laughs> of like pieces of cloth that are holding on and i know she seems like i mean she's clearly a very clean person so you know she washes that thing four times a day but i look at that and i'm like that just looks like it stinks yeah, and it's just gnarly yeah, and now we're gonna put this yeah, right in the middle and, and if i'm sitting with someone night one fact of the matter is this i don't feel like i'm confident enough in myself to be like here's my blankie that's tattered i'd be like yeah here's my stuffed animal right. or my special pillow or whatever but right. this thing is holding on for dear life but i'm obsessed with the fact that she just is confident enough in herself to be like here's my blankie and throw it in the right middle on it's you. just like just all your childhood trauma right on me just tattered yeah it's it's i respect her her honesty and vulnerability to do that yes I wouldn't blame someone for feeling a little bit awkward night one meeting them and being intimate in the blankie. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like it feels a little bit like, can we not have it 
on me can while we we're not, hooking yeah. up. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, can me. I not be naked with you while your childhood blankie that your mother gave you is on me right now? Like, it's a can lot. Can we put it towards the side? It's a lot. It's a lot. Later on, you can have it. Yeah. It's like, it'd be Keep like, what's Zach's bear? You know what's Zach's bear? It's like having Ralph in between me and you while we're having well, sex. It's a little bit Irina like, lived for Ralph as the Holy Spirit she between, did use it as between a, her and Zach. That's true. She did live for that, for that energy. Very true. Them. Yeah. We, she would have you know, loved the blankie. She would have loved the blankie. She yeah, would yeah. like, we shouldn't do this because, you know, it's like this the is blankie's the blankie. here. The yeah, blankie's exactly, here. You don't want exactly. the blankie to see it. Um, but, I mean, but I love that about her. But yeah. night one, we know, and I'm sharing this, we know that they were intimate because Chelsea takes the camera and is right away like, guess what we did last night? And Kwame's like, oh my God, we're sharing this right now. And then walks around to everyone at the at the pool party. She's and like, just like, you bang way, yet? You bang yet? You I bang yet? I blown out. I can barely walk. You know what I mean? It was a lot. I was like, okay, well, I mean, did you? Because it's like really preaching it. You know what I mean? Like, are you trying to reinforce that like you're a little nervous about your relationship? Or maybe maybe it was epic. And I, and I and listen, sounds amazing. But it was a lot. It was like, yo. It was like they you, should have been wearing you, matching shirts that injured? were like, we did it. We did it yeah, last she night. She was very interested in that. It was definitely funny. You know, she was definitely like very interested in letting everyone know. Like She wanted banged. the people to know. Just that, so you know, things are great. You guys haven't done it yet? Ooh, yeah, it was like, by the way, we're amazing. Okay, we're like, good. We did, you know, whatever. But yeah, the whole energy, the whole time, it was just after the first night. The first night, it felt like, okay, is this going okay? It's going smoothly. It felt like after sex... You know, God bless Chelsea, love her. Never met someone or seen someone in my life who talks closer to another individual. Like She's her right nose is on his profile. She's talking at him. Yep. Her nose, she is her nose is literally pushed against his face and he can't make eye contact because it's it's a lot, it's a big energy big that's happening. Energy. It's a big energy. Very and it, intense. And she's I was, intense. Yeah, she's intense. But it's it's like, okay, is he not making eye contact because the energy, at first I was like, is he not making eye contact because the energy's a lot or is that maybe something that maybe he's, you know, not, not a big eye contact guy. But then when I saw him talking to Micah later, I was knowing that he kept eye contact, deep eye contact with her the entire time. So, Sweating a little bit. But she her energy was totally different. Playful, gamey, yeah, dangerous, back and forth. Chelsea's like, I learned eye contact through the Tony Robbins yeah. <laughs> university. If you look directly at someone and you energize your field, they will be embraced by a power, by a fury that has never been seen before. I will suck you into my vortex of passion and connection, <laughs> and we will together start a business that will just destroy empires that's kind of the vibe you know what i mean so it's like she just needs that guy i think i think that she that guy is out there and she can find that guy and she should go to crossfit i mean i bet she does go to crossfit crossfit she should meet a guy at crossfit gym because he is gonna like be that guy he's yeah. gonna be like we do push-ups in the morning we work out three hours a day. We invest. You know what I mean? I do push it. You are on my back when I, she would love, she wants a guy who's going to do push-ups while she's on his back. If making out with his back, she is such a CrossFit like yeah, yeah, culture yeah. person. Yeah, yeah. So she needs to find that guy. But my goodness, I mean, this woman, we can get into it in a little bit, but like her ability to 
just have really healthy conversations. Yeah, she's awesome. And I do like her a lot. Be able to. I mean, they had. She dealt with some tough conversations, and if I was in Chelsea's oh, situation and I whoop. watched the whole Micah deal, I would be losing my mind. This woman was open with uh, Kwame about how she felt afterwards, and then when she was talking to. Micah, she was so patient. I was like, wow. I mean, she... No, she's awesome. She's really mature. And she's just like, even when later on, when there was like the, the, the issue, when they were talking in bed about closure and everything, he's like, I got a little bit of closure. And she's like, oh, well, you need to get like, she was so balanced. I would have no, freaking she goes, out. I would have left. I she goes, left. you didn't get all the closure? Yeah, I would have left. I'm gone. I'm not even there. So no, she, I'm, the I'm fact not... that she's just pushing through, being responsible, being open, being patient with him, yeah. like... She's going to be I an amazing she's going to be an amazing partner yeah. for someone if her and Kwame, Kwame don't work out which I'm assuming it probably won't happen. She's going to be fine. But I also like I said it's riding that line where I'm a little bit like okay, I want you to then put those boundaries up for yourself where you're like okay, what then is too much where you're like no, this probably isn't the right relationship. Right, right. He's interested in somebody else. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. what are we going to do with that? Um okay. Then we have Zach and Arena. Oh. And obviously you all know my declaration of love about Zach last episode. Yeah. And I want to tell you all that I hold a firm. Again, don't care what the public opinion is about this. I love him. He was he, he makes, was he got he felt he felt prey do the same thing that Paul did a little bit, which was like the corny lines and the kind of like weird isms and kind of weird pickup lines mixed with kind of like acting strange in the pods. Once he came out, sure. Is he a quirky guy? Yeah. Does he kind of have some isms sure, that are a little, sure. little unique? <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Does he kind of like do the thing that Irene was saying, which he stares a lot? He kind of sure. smiles at you? Sure. 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 No blame there. But the dude is like balanced, smart, patient. So patient. Puts up with a mountain <laughs> of shit. I mean, the guy was basically berated by insult after insult after hit to his ego for three days straight. Let me tell you something. And there wasn't a defensive. He wasn't like. He wasn't snapping if at I, her. If I just meet somebody like straight up, if I meet somebody and we're sitting together and you're even just immediately telling the server like he has to eat all his food and like, oh, oh, you're lucky to be with me. I mean, we're lucky to be with each other. Uh, we just kidding. I mean, like he's getting hit. How are you? She's like, sometimes I wake up and I wonder like, how's this guy in my bed? If I'm Zach, I'm like. How could you speak to me like this? You don't even know me. I'm gone when she says to me that I look like a cartoon character <laughs> upon first meeting you. Because I have a story about this. We were at a party one time. Okay. Listen. Oh, he, no. no. <laughs> he told her she looks like Megan Fox. Yeah, Zach says you look like Megan Fox. And okay. she's like. Mm. One of the most objectively beautiful women in all of entertainment. Yeah, That's yeah, who I she gets compared to. He goes, he's such a good sport. He goes, later on, he goes, what, what card? Did you ever figure out what cartoon character I looked at? I was so triggered by this dude. One time we were at like a party and I, there was this influencer kid I was talking to. Kind of a young, good looking, like, you know, TikTok kid or whatever. This, I tell him he looks like Leonardo DiCaprio. Or something. I'm being nice. You know, I'm like, and I'm being super nice. I'm like, let me give you a big compliment. Let me call you like the hottest celebrity in the world. <laughs> He looks at me, you guys. He looks at me and goes, you know who you look like? And I'm ready for a pretty good compliment. I mean, I just hit him with like a grand slam. 
He goes, <laughs> do you know what? Have you ever seen the movie The Polar Express? And I'm like, what's, I know I have no idea what that is. He goes, it's an animated <laughs> film. You look like the animated version of Tom Hanks. Okay. Which, which, when he said that at first, because I hadn't seen Polar Express, I was like, Tom Hanks at is first, a handsome at first, guy. I'm like, not amazing. I think Tom Hanks is but, extremely But handsome. I'll take it because Tom Hanks is kind of a legend. And I'm like, cool. But the animated version, that's strange. You guys, I'm going to pull this up for you right now. Lee, Lee I'm going to have Lee put this on the screen. You guys, this is what I look <laughs> like to this guy. It's a, look at this. It's a conductor hat. And that's mustache. It. And he doesn't he's look like, clearly 60. He doesn't look like Tom Hanks. And he's a, I look, according to this guy, I look like an animated <laughs> conductor in his 60s. So when she said to him, you look like a cartoon character, I <laughs> called my therapist <laughs> immediately because I was so triggered and so offended on behalf how dare you? <laughs> so to Zach, I just want to say, I respect you for your patience because I would have flown off the handle <laughs> so fast. So deeply triggered. I would have been in an Uber 14 seconds after she said that. Okay. I mean, so anyway, just a little bit of a trigger moment <laughs> there. Hey, Lee, can you turn this off? Like it's on the screen still. Like, please turn it off. Um, <laughs> I can't look at this right now. But anyway, whatever. That's my own issue and I'm working through it. But I'm just saying like the cartoon character thing, you guys don't ever say that to anyone. <laughs> you don't know what people have been through. Anyway, continue. Sorry. <laughs> and I made it a personal moment for me, but you, know, you just, it's just, a, it's just a reminder. You don't know what people are going through. <laughs> Zach. Zach, though, I mean, it was, listen, listen, I'll say this. I understand that if you're in a situation, like I said before, I would feel very uncomfortable going straight into a bedroom with someone. Irina clearly is not attracted to Zach. Okay. Yeah. And like Micah brings up later in the episode, though, it's a little bit like, well, you know, you were down with all of Zach's stuff while he was in the pods, but now all of a sudden, so it's clearly a physical thing. She's not into him physically. I understand though. If you're not into someone physically, you're not into someone physically. It's okay. And if she was like, I'm not comfortable being like uh, in the same bed with you. I'm not comfortable like doing anything or having you touch me or anything like that. Like that's so valid. It's so valid to be like, I'm not comfortable with this or I need a different bedroom yes. or anything like that. A thousand percent. I want to say that different because I think ticket. that's so important. Yeah. Different point ticket, different seat. I think we I, should sit in different seats. <laughs> so valid. Yes. What's not okay is the jab after jab after jab because clearly Zach is the type of person and she let him know this numerous times throughout these episodes that he is so respectful of her boundaries. He's so respectful of her boundaries that he's not trying to push the envelope with her or anything like that and he's listening to her. So he's the type of person that you can feel safe with to be like, hey, I'm not comfortable. And like she said, we're not going to have uh, sex until marriage and we're doing all these things for you for you yeah later in the episode she brings up she's like well actually a very physical person normally i'm super touchy feely but you i don't want anything to do with i he's then looking at her romantically across the bed with ralph in between them and she's like and he's like what are you thinking about and she's like that you're a crazy ball <laughs> dude if someone calls you a crazy ball it's over just no okay 
They're still coming back if from someone crazy says, ball. If someone says you're the person I should be with or you're a crazy ball, run. It's, don't waste your time. It's over. Here's the thing. There's nothing wrong with the way she feels. It's okay to feel ick. It's okay to feel I'm yes, not attracted to you. Yes. It's okay. I'm out of here. All oh, that's cool. All Just of it. don't destroy someone's soul. No, do not process. make them feel like absolute garbage because that's what she was doing. She was making this man feel like he was the absolute worst, which everyone was doing too. And I was getting so yeah, I don't defensive of my king. Like, even uh, Jacqueline was like, do not touch me with a six foot pole, Zach. And I'm going like, like I, get I, that he's, I get that he's an awkward character. He's an interesting character, but like, dude, I don't know what he did to piss him. It must. You know what I think it was? I think he creeped everyone out in the pods. Yeah, definitely. I think it was a pod know. thing, and then they Which all were like, well, stay away from I Zach. I get it, but I get it, I get it. I know Zach. <laughs> we now. know Zach. And he's a good guy. And we love Zach. And I like Zach. And we fa- we see time and time again in these next three, these, these three episodes that we watched that this man... He wants love. He wants to show respect. He honors boundaries. When he's having a discussion later with Paul about bliss and Paul's like, so are you going to try to hit bliss up? You know, are you interested in bliss? And he's like, I need to acknowledge the fact that like she should be chosen first. Like he in all of his uniqueness is, I believe, a very wonderful guy. Again, like we talked about before, I think there's therapy, there's work, there's numerous mistakes that are being made, but he tries. I agree. And I love him. I love him too. I love him so much. And I'll I have him on the pod. We need to get him. I'd love to have Z on the pod. We gotta get Z on the pod. Yeah. Maybe he's a Z head. Ooh. I'm a Z head for him. <laughs> we're Z heads for Zach. Yeah, Zach we're and Zelda. Zach heads. We're Zach heads. I love Zach. Okay. Should we talk the pool party? Yeah, let's talk pool party. Let's talk pool party. Um, because Irina is there's a few dynamics going on in the pool party, namely Kwame and Micah. And then we see moments of Paul and Arena. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, let's just talk Paul and Arena. Okay. First and foremost. Arena sees Paul and it's off to the races. Well, she was, she was just telling Micah. She's like, oh yeah, we know Paul. It's like so hot. And he's like, damn, that guy's fire. And, and Micah's like, okay. Okay, chill. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, just telling yeah. you about my situation. Like, yeah, understood. Yeah. I get he's a good looking guy, but but Arena is going for it. She's like, yeah. And then we see the flashbacks when Paul is talking later, where she at one point, and I understand there's alcohol involved, people are taking shots, but she moves his foot and like rubs his boob graze. It's a foot boob graze. In front of Micah while she while he's talking to Micah. Bold. 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 Okay. So she's trying to shoot her shot with Paul and she doesn't give a shit. I mean, she is saying these things in front of Zach. It's this really awkward, uncomfortable. And then she tells Zach later on during their breakup that she's like, I've never had a more powerful conversation than the one I had with Paul. Like, it's not about the physical even. It's because I've never felt more, you know, magical and motivated and creative than my conversation with Paul. And she's like, I've never had a conversation with you like that ever. I was like, oh, damn. Oh, God. Chill. I mean, you don't have to kill me to find love. You why can like my, him, but why, why, do you have to, my, why do I have to be the sacrificial lamb? Why does my demise mean <laughs> you'll find love one day? Like, I'm confused. What did I do to you other than exist? It's like, that's enough for me to hate you. But Arena and Micah were, yeah. they were on one because before the pool party, Kwame and Chelsea 
have a conversation. And Kwame lets Chelsea know, which I do appreciate that he did vocalize this and didn't just come out of left field. But he's like, I do feel like I need to have a conversation with Micah. Chelsea, very gracious, very understanding. If I was Chelsea, this is a brand new relationship. I'd be like, why? Why why do you need to? We're all going to see each other. You guys will have a five-minute convo and we're done. Like, why do you have to have this conversation? I believe, obviously, he is excited to see Micah and was maybe setting himself up for a potential longer conversation by letting Chelsea know, like, I would like to talk to her. Right. As soon as Kwame and Micah see each other, I think, I mean, she said he's extremely handsome. He clearly thought she, even though he said he's like, it wouldn't matter what she looked like. I'm like, you obviously think she's super hot. We can all tell this. And that first conversation, their energy made me feel like maybe they should be together. Kwame and Micah. Micah. Yeah. I I agree. I, I really do think that like, despite the toxicity. Yeah. There is a genuine connection there. And the toxicity is kind of a part of it. Yeah. Like they're almost hot for it. They're kind of like, I kind of like the fact that I can't be with you or that I shouldn't yeah, be with fr- you. Yeah, the foreboding. It's a little bit exciting. I think he's really excited about it. I think she's torn. I think Paul's like the guy she maybe should be with a little bit. And then she's having more fun with Kwame though. But I also think she's a little addicted to just having guys like her. And so I think she just likes having Kwame ditch his girl for her. I think so. I think he's really, she's she gets off on that power. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that Kwame, that's the girl he wanted from the day one. So I think Kwame is like, I love talking to you. Oh shit. In person. I'm very attracted to you. Mm-hmm. That's why he's so offended when she says here, cheers to a failed proposal. If you didn't care, you would just be like, well, that was rude. Bye. And then walk away and go hang out with your girl. The fact that he felt like he needed to sit down and confront the that's all BS. Yeah. He didn't need to confront anything. No, I think he, he wanted needed, a longer conversation. But he also needed to confront the fact that like he was so hurt. Yeah. And he was so hurt because he likes her. Right. And, and Brett then, later, by the way, gives some serious wisdom to him where he was like, like, dude, you, Chelsea's your girl. You don't have to worry about Micah. Don't worry about that. You, 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 she says that, that, that rude thing and you move on. That's the beauty of the fact that Chelsea's your girl. You don't have to worry about Micah. Exactly. But. He likes Micah. He likes her a lot. Even the fact when like when they got back in the room and he's like, yeah, I don't have some closure or whatever. It's like, the reality is this. If, if like, and Chelsea nailed it. She was like, the second you wrapped up the confrontation, conversation's over. Yep. You continued for 25 more minutes laughing, holding hands, picking at the thing. And my big thing is this. It's just more about the disrespect to Chelsea where it's like, you guys are both just going totally blindedly flirting and loving on each other in front of both your people, but especially Chelsea, yeah. where it's like Chelsea's sitting there getting her own guac. Oh my God. You know not the, I mean? not the guac cart scene, not her going to the guac cart By alone. Herself. And it, the fact that she wasn't fuming and run, like the fact that she just went on a walk to kind of clear her head, dude, props to her because massive respect Kwame to her and Micah were disrespecting her so bad by that by the way that they were talking and they they should have every right to like pursue what they want to pursue but it's like you need to be at least transparent to That's Chelsea and be like hey like I'm I need to pursue this and see if this is something worth I like you a lot but this is a like let's make this more of a dating show than like a marriage and that's, thing and that's the thing the conversation after when when Chelsea confronted Kwame Kwame was holding on to the fact that he's like the conversation 
was purely about the fact that she said this really rude thing and I needed to make it clear how I felt exactly. about that that was really rude. I had to like stand up for myself or whatever and he held to that. Yes. I would have been way more like, okay, we're having a transparent conversation. If he would have been like, listen, here's the bottom line. Clearly, there's an intensity. There's a heat between us and I can't lie to you and say that in person, I wasn't feeling it. And then we can go from there conversation-wise. It's painful and it's going to hurt Chelsea, but it's going to hurt way more in the long run when you hold on to this. And we did see a little clip again in that uh, little teaser on episode five that at some point in the future, Micah and Kwame are having another conversation of like, did you make a mistake? Totally. And so this is just getting extended further and further because of this. And, and this was my, Oh, you know me. You yeah. know me. I, the di- for me, the arena, Micah. Okay, so because here's the thing: when Micah was talking to the guys, when she was with Paul, and then she was talking to Kwame, and she was like, they made a comment where she, Micah, said to 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 Kwame, like, "Well, you know, Chelsea can be like a lot," and they both laughed about it. And I was like, "I don't like that you're laughing about yeah. your girl with your ex. Don't like that." But then she was like, she, but she's genuine and I'm getting to know her and she's great and da-da-da. There were moments where I was like, okay, Micah seems a little different energy. But then Micah's on the raft with Arena and they've reunited again. They are talking shit and making fun of Chelsea post Kwame early proposing to Micah. Yeah. And they're like, remember that time when she was like, where's Kwame? And we're like, he just proposed to me. And then they're like, get a shot. And they're just instigating that shit and i'm like that for me i'm like you got the you got the cartoon trigger that to me was a trigger of watching that of like the disrespect of like you want to feel like at someone is so brutal and also you want to feel like these people that you're having this experience with yeah maybe they're not your besties but are going to maybe have your back and not try to instigate some sort of inappropriate behavior with your current fiance and then when Micah and Kwame are talking, it doesn't just, it isn't just like, hey, these were, this was how we felt. It was very much like, well, I, I do love you. And yeah. I, those were, all those feelings were real. And again, I know that there was a lot of alcohol involved and everyone was slurring and it was very much intoxicated, but not okay. I agree. Not okay. I agree completely. And then obviously, we end up then having that evening portion where after Chelsea's uh, spoken, Chelsea and Kwame are talking, but everyone else is like, you know, by the bar uh, eating and drinking and whatever. And you see some of the women. It's it's Jackie and Micah and Tiffany talking. And they're then kind of ragging on Chelsea again, too. Like, obviously, Micah isn't going to be going after your man. Like, chill out. And Micah's kind of sitting there like, yeah. And that's when I'm going, what is going down? Yeah. What is going down? Obviously, Tiffany's like, I don't want to be a part of this. <laughs> She's trying to like be like, don't include me don't in this conversation. I'm, I'm, I'm the only person not causing shit here. <laughs> like, I'm not, don't include me. Do not include me. Um, but then, yeah, that's then when Paul and Irina obviously have their little interaction. Yeah, he's biting weird. her finger and he's saying, did you think I was hot? And she's like, yeah, so sexy. And it's like, whoa. And again, I think that it has a lot more to do with the fact that he's probably feeling a little bit more like, I just kind of want some attention. I want I lose. I want to get perspective here. And, and I'm she's questioning my questioning my relationship. So I'm kind of just feeling out like, am I what's going on here? Whereas versus Irina is like straight up, like I will burn my best friend and leave my guy for you right now. Just cause I'm that 
first of all, brutal to a friend and that, oh and then God. also don't care about this guy and don't care if he like demises his whole life. You know? Yes. And so, I mean, basically the big things then after that are um, Kwame and Chelsea have their big conversation and then they go into the next day where they have the evening get together. So Micah pulls Chelsea aside to have this, you know, conversation about where they're at and yeah. they get rained out. So they don't get closure. Chelsea doesn't get closure, which I'm dead in her ITMs when she goes, you know, I just have to be the baddie bitch that I am. And I don't, and I don't need closure, by the way, <laughs> a little dig, a little dig. At good, though. She no, deserved every bit of that, man. A it was thousand like, percent. Chelsea needed a moment to like stand on her own two feet and yeah. let her know, like, you can't push me around, man. No. Like, are you, that's this, this disrespect is not getting to me. Like, no, all I care about is my relationship with Kwame, not you. Yes. And I think that's what she made clear. She made that clear even in those few moments that they had together. Like, she, you're not getting in my head. No, she was so confident in that confrontation. So confident. And she was just like, no, it's fine. I understand that, like, you guys had to have this thing and you said this thing and you probably didn't mean it, but it triggered him in some mm -hmm, way. And you mm -hmm. could tell Michael was trying to do this whole thing. Like, yeah, I don't know why it triggered him so much. And Chelsea didn't let her get there. She uh -huh, was just like, no, uh -huh. yeah. done. But... I'm interested to see whatever this future conversation is with Kwame and Micah, how Chelsea handles that. Because right. I'm like, I'm done three days ago. Yeah. With you, especially, Micah. Oh like, the fact I'm that Chelsea done. hasn't just torn into Micah is wild. So I know. The fact that she's just held her tongue this whole time is like, I would have been. She's focusing on her relationship with her guy. It's mature. She's very mature. It's in very that way. mature. It's very mature. Um, so, I mean, basically, obviously, there's other like little dates and yeah. moments there, but they end up. It all comes to a head when Zach and Arena break up in the bedroom. I mean, what a battle royale <laughs> that was! That was. It was so. It was so crazy too, because like he just goes, like he, she kept one upping him. So he would just say stuff like, "To be honest with you, it's been pretty horrible." And she goes, "Like, yeah, it's like the worst thing ever, and you're the worst, and you're like a weirdo, and you're like a dork." And like she would just consistently take his like little moments of just like victory and destroy him. Like, She's like, by the way, what I'm not going to sit here and tell you all the things that I can't stand about you. Like the fact that you shave everywhere and that you gross me out. Like, I'm not going to say that. Just, <laughs> like, dude, dude, just stop. Just she, let him. I'll be honest with you. She might be the meanest person I've ever seen in reality TV. It's, like, it's at the top. It's, because it's, most people are mean in a way of like, they're mean to the other contestants to win someone. But she is ruthless ruthless it's ruthless I mean, it's ruthless if i was zach the fact that zach hasn't like questioned his entire like he seems to be kind of like bulletproof it's kind of amazing yeah someone treated me like irena treated me i'd be like i'd be battered for like a week i'd be like i need to talk to someone to get through this because like no where's the therapist on so deck right now me and he what i what i liked for zach in this moment i wanted this moment to end so much sooner than it did because they just kept talking and they're she just laughing kept throwing through, like, the ha, 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 like jabbing but each other he was almost like getting a release like he yeah. finally started saying like it's been fucking horrible and he finally started saying what's been happening and how he's been feeling and i love how they're brushing their like teeth too as they're doing this they're like well you're you're a piece of shit. He's like, yeah, I absolutely hate you. I hate everything about like, you. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I would. He goes, honestly, just a day ago, I wanted to leave. And I just, out of respect for you, didn't leave. And then she goes, I wanted to leave you the second I saw you. And they're like, ha, 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 ha. He's like, like, I've been thinking about bliss the entire time I've been here. It was literally like this. Ha, 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 ha
Like it was literally and she's just like, like literally I've been dreaming about Paul. I couldn't sleep last night because I just kept thinking about Paul and how amazing and how much better he is than you are, how much hotter he is than you are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh my God. Did you guys just become besties? I'm like, no, honestly, there was, there was weird, a little like, bit like, are you guys gonna be fine are you now? Guys because best friends now? Yeah, now like you guys just like the hatred. You guys bonded boiled. over the hatred of each other? Yeah, you guys hate each other so much that somehow you've become friends. That would be kind of epic. But that turns into they all end up going back home. They're now in the real world, right? They get their social media yeah. back. They're back at work, which is a wild thing. It's like 23 days until the wedding. But now they're, you know, living in these homes and yeah. like really shacking up together, experiencing real life together, which is so interesting. They get mm-hmm. to know each other so much better mm-hmm. than the Bachelor people. It's wild. They're deep. But we see then Zach meeting up with Bliss. Oh, it's rough. It was rough, but listen. But I, I, I commend him being like, listen, I made a mistake. He just looked at her and he goes, I made the wrong decision. I made the wrong decision, man. Already his energy was different, though, with Bliss mm-hmm. versus when he met Arena. Calm. Much more calm. I actually, in that moment, I thought about Bliss and I thought, Bliss, um, I sympathize with you never talking to this guy ever again. A thousand percent. But. But. He made a decision based off of just the pods. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I respect both of them. Him going, hey, I made the wrong decision here. I made a mistake. It was really, I was razor thin. And I think if I see you physically, yeah, that is the thing that'll allow me to connect with you in that way. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I respect Bliss if she says, no, I'll never talk to you again. But I also could understand if I was Bliss to be like, yeah, I do think once you see me in person and we have the energy connection... That could be the game changer. Sure. Listen, I mean, I feel like there'd be. I feel like if I went on the show, I will. There's a good chance I would make the right decision. Sure. Because you're telling me that like I have people that like I could talk with for days, but I'd not want to date them. Sure. You know what I mean? Or there's people that I've seen that I find very attractive, and I'm like attracted to, but like maybe the conversation needed time to develop for me yeah. to like actually want to get in a relationship with them. Yeah. That like. That wasn't the first thing. So my thing is like, it really does take two parts but of it's the also thing. Then, but it's also then Bliss understanding because he knows, they both know this. They both know he made the wrong decision. Absolutely. And so she is knowing in the back of her mind, like this guy chose the toxic girl. So I have to now process that knowing that is this habitual for exactly. him? So I don't know. I don't think there's any pressure on her to make a choice now, for him. I, but I'm just saying I could understand how it could still work. I will tell you this. I have hope because they they do keep showing him yeah so i do have hope that maybe they start maybe seeing each other maybe i'm crossing my fingers i want them to fall in love and get married so badly agreed and i have hope because they keep showing zach and i feel like typically they don't keep showing someone unless we're gonna get more of a story Mm -hmm. from him unless he blows it or something and it's brutal but i the one thing i wanted to say with zach and uh bliss's conversation was my favorite moment it, because it was so pure. It was so pure. Is when he looked at her and he goes, can I ask you a question? Do I make too much eye contact? Do you think I make, make too much eye so contact? Honest. And then she goes, no, why? Am I, am I looking away too much? She's like, sometimes I can look away a lot. And it was like my heart shattered in a million pieces and melted on the floor that it was like. He's like, can I ask you a question? Do I look like a cartoon character? <laughs> She's like, what are you talking about? He's like, I knew we had a connection. He's like, I've just been so battered over the last three days. He's like, I got to ask you a question. Do I creep you out? And does my existence make you recoil in fear? And do you hate me in my soul? 
No. Whoa. We might have a connection <laughs> no, for here. For real though, but it's like that moment was so like you know it to some so for some people like so, not everyone's for everybody. And for him, it was like this person was terrified by my eye contact and hated me for it. And her pure response when he asked that, she wasn't even like, no, no, you're fine. She literally goes, no. Why am I looking away too much? And it was this moment of like, oh, yeah, yeah. That's your person, you guys. My work. I have a lot of hope for it. I do too. I hope I that really she, hope. I hope that she, or I hope that if she decides to give him a chance, yeah. that it's worth it. Me too. You know what I mean? Me too. Yeah. Um, so the other things that we saw in that sixth episode was then Micah telling Paul about the whole yeah, arena situation. It was interesting because at this point, Paul had mentioned in like a passing comment to Micah about the, um, knew that he can question things yeah. and he mentioned Zach and he's like, yeah, I felt how Zach's felt and didn't yeah. follow up with that. So I get the mic is maybe processing, but then she brings up arena and shares that with Paul. And that was an interesting dynamic to me because then she started kind of asking Paul, like, or saying to Paul, you know, now it's making me question if what we have, like, is this real? Yeah. And I'm a little bit like, I mean, she, Granted, was Paul biting Arena's hand? A little bit. A little bit. She didn't see that, though. Right. So I'm like, this doesn't have anything to do with Paul. Like, right. Arena is your shady friend, but, like, that shouldn't have anything to do with Paul, right? I mean, I the, the, the though, questioning their relationship because yeah. of Arena, Paul's a little bit like... I, Unless I'm, it was the comment about Amber and whether he made the right decision. Yeah, I think that might... Head. Yeah, sure, you know sure, I mean? sure. Who knows, but... There might be more. He might, he Maybe might she thinks he was referring to Arena because he didn't say Maybe. Amber to her. He just said that I've felt how Zach made the right decision. Yeah, how yeah. Zach has felt. But then Micah met with Arena, yeah. and that was just like worst I case mean, scenario. worst that, case that conversation scenario. went so bad. It was so weird. Like Irina's so blunt that like she literally just says like you're right. It was sketchy that I flirted with your guy in front of you, and you know I don't want that to be the case. But like you know I would, and she's like, well, I would be. It'd be awkward if like you know, we, you, did you get drunk? If you got drunk and we were all hanging out and you started hitting on Paul and she goes, I don't think I'd ever make a move on Paul. And if he wanted to make a move, he, does he want to make a move on me? It was like, <laughs> what? She said something. She's like, yeah, like, I don't think I ever would. And if that was the case, I'd be like, okay, Paul, let's sit down. And I'm like, yeah, so you like, just told your friend that if he offered it, you'd be okay I would, with I would it. hook up with your boyfriend if he was down. This That's is right after Micah said, hey, should I be concerned that you're going to be flirting with my husband? And she's like, well, is Paul? And Micah even said, Micah even said, hey, I was your lifeline to all the girls in there. She said, no one wanted to no talk one, to you. No one likes you. You're the worst. And I was the one that vouched for you. And she goes, yeah, totally. But if your guy wants to hook up, like I'm doing it. Now she's not even lying to her best friend to at least give her like a false sense of confidence she's just blatantly saying i will hook up with your boyfriend if i feel like it your fiance uh, your fiance <laughs> and i just want to let you know that but like girl you were having fun together right and and then like hey micah, you crazy bitch yeah 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 hey, and like and like Irina literally laughed three or four times and micah didn't even crack a smile no dude i couldn't believe that that's I mean, I, how I that wish conversation her the best. I went hope down that she like gets some therapy and figures this out but that is one of the most no. untrustworthy people I've ever no, seen. And I thought that when she was going to sit down with Micah, she was going to be putting on a little bit of a facade, which I don't think oh, it's good to lie. I thought, but I she thought was it was going to be like, all the life. I thought no it was going to be like, oh, I'm sorry. I was caught up. And yeah, I, obviously I think he's cute, but you know, I'm so sorry. Like that was so not okay of me and end it there. Not be like, well, I mean, Paul hasn't tried to like contact me yet. <laughs> it's like, but make no mistake. If he does slide into my DMs, I will be responding and meeting up to get Insanity. that espresso martini together. 
insane. Wow. Well, Unbelievable. I mean, she really, now she's gone, but it's like that. I mean, what an is arc. she though? What an arc. I mean, I don't know if she comes back, but you never know. Uh, you never know. Her and Paul. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. So, I mean, after that, there was just the, obviously Tiffany and Brett, they met the friends. Yeah. And it couldn't awesome have gone friends, better. The, thing, yeah. the friends were literally like, we worship her. Yeah. She is our queen. Best endorsement we ad- ever. We adore her. It's like, you know, the friends are very much like, we will give her away. And I was like, wow, these friends are a little bit like, Tiffany's like, you guys, I'm no, my own person here a little bit. But, you're not walk me down the but aisle. when you see friends who love someone so much and who are so, a to- an amazing representation and Brett just knocked it out of the park. Yeah. I mean, I don't see, there's been no hiccups. There's yeah. been no hiccups. Um, and then, Paul and Micah were intimate. Mm-hmm. Um, they were playing footsie the next day. Mm-hmm. It seemed to go well. She said that he was moaning extremely loudly, which he was like, oh, kind sorry. Brutal to expose his sexual proclivities <laughs> his, a little bit, his bedroom, whatever. His bedroom habits. And she was like, stop doing that. <laughs> I was like, okay. And then, like you said earlier with the Kwame Chelsea situation, it's just getting it's, it's, it's just getting bubbling. more and more rough. It's, it's bubbling. bubbling to the surface. He even, he's he's already checked out. It, he, it, it's it's just it's not looking good for everyone except no. for Tiffany and Brett. So. Tiffany and Brett are gonna get married, and everyone else is gonna break up. <laughs> I I mean I think so. Maybe Micah and Paul may get maybe 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 everyone else is gone. I There's think everyone no else. I think everyone it. else is broken up for close. sure. Yeah, no way. No I'm way. loving this. This is fun. I cannot wait for to see like the meeting of all yeah. the families. This is where it starts to get, I think, pretty I think the pressure will mount and it will put everyone through the major. I ringer. think it's going to be, I think the next few episodes are going to be so explosive because like you said, I think the only people making it are going to be Tiffany and Brett. And 100%. so I think it will be explosive. I think it will be brutal. It's going to be rough. And I think yeah. we're going to get, I think we're going to have numerous people get to the altar and it's going to be like a, if they get there, day of they de- will destruction. Crumble. I agree. And then we're going to get a live reunion. Let's I think it's going it. to be popping. I can't wait. It's I can't be amazing. wait. Um, well, obviously, next Wednesday, tune in. We'll be going over episodes seven through nine. Unless, of course, one of them is has too so much crazy, info yeah. that, again, like, you know, we'll let you all know. And tune in Friday for our second episode. Our, our start of our second episode every other week. Um, let's do a call home. Let's before. do it. We would never without. We would never. Remember, you can always call Hi, mom and dad. Loving the new pod and loving Lee's gorgeous voice as well. <sighs> yes, Lee. Um, I'm just calling home because I need some advice on a situation. I recently started seeing this guy and we had been friends before for a while. Um, and so I knew he was really close with his family. But come to find out that he actually lives across the hall from his parents. Like you can stand in the middle of the hall, reach out and touch both of your their doors okay Uh, i feel really weird about this Uh but i don't know how to approach the situation with him a because it's quite an effort to move house obviously um but also we've only been on a couple of dates so i don't know how to say hey i feel weird that your parents can look through the people and see who's coming home to your apartment Mm. yeah and that your parents obviously have a key so they can just unlock the door and walk in at any time. 
Yeah, so uh, I just need some advice on this weird situation. And then I also wanted to mention I'm from Canada and I mm. have a proposition for Evan's Z heads. In Canada, we say Z and it just kind of has a better ring. The Z heads for his little Zelda love. All right. Love you guys. I do like the Z heads. Z head works better. I agree with you 100%. Um, when we do a Zelda tour in, to our northern neighbors, we <laughs> I'm will, like, have you already trademarked Z head? Yeah, it's going to be Z heads for sure. So we do Z heads in America, Z heads in Canada. Much love. Okay, first of all, they have a key. I I need. Why do they have a key? The, the key it's needs so to get burned. Weird. Put the put the key in the fire. Burn it. They should not have a key. That that feels that feels a little much right. to me. You know, unless he's got pets that sometimes they, you know, maybe he's got a kitty that they help him sometimes if he's gone with the litter box or something or check on on the kitty cat. <sighs> okay. My initial feelings about this are because it's only been a few dates, I would just take this is all now up to you. I would go, is this a deal breaker? Because if you keep seeing him and you keep liking him more and more and then all of a sudden you're stuck in the situation where you're like now we're having to have this big conversation your parents are popping in all the time okay well then you know maybe at that point it's worth it because you've gotten into this like longer term thing with him and that's more of a conversation um or are you like, there's no way I'm ever going to be okay with that and cut it off now Yeah, because I don't know if a few dates in is I mean I think you could have the conversation casually but it's still early on to be like why do your parents live across from you does that make sense 100% my advice is don't try and change him too much work like if this like again if this was like a five-year relationship and you're trying to like work some shit out sure if you're if you're a couple dates in you got to be okay with this this guy's clearly very close with his parents you don't want to be the wedge between him and his parents, because then you'll always be the one that they hold responsible for making their son not close to him. I am just like, if you're not cool with this arrangement, I, would, I wouldn't put too much more effort into it because there's a long road ahead of you with a lot of ups and downs, and it most likely will be difficult and maybe end because you're, he's had his parents his whole life, and if he's that close to them, you got to just be down with it or you're going to be in a battle. That's the thing. I think I'm not trying to be dark, but I'm just like, we've seen it a million times. We have friends, all this stuff. It's like this kind of stuff. It's going to be tough. It's yeah. It's going to be really tough. Yeah. I think it's, again, it's, it's that deal breaker thing where if you're like, I'm not going to ever be okay with this, then I would get out now. Yes. Um, and if you're like, you know what? I could make this work. Then, you know, listen, maybe it might be one of those things that you continue to date him. And best case scenario is it was a situation of convenience for him and price. Right. And his parents aren't coming over all the time. And they're not peeping in. And they're not showing up inside the apartment all the time. And they give him space. And he's telling you, oh, I know it's a nightmare. I can't believe I live next exactly, to them. Exactly. Can't exactly. wait to move. But yeah. it's just like a situation right now. Blah, blah, blah. That's different. But if he's like, I love my mom and dad. Yeah, they're coming over for dinner again for the seventh time. That's when you know, like, yeah. you either got to just be happy that you're a part of their family or be done. But you can't try to change that. It's going to be a nightmare. Yeah, and I think, too, something to think about is that, like, if you do, if you're like, no, I don't want to cut it off at this moment. I mean, you could, 
you could bring it up, but you could just bring it up in a way that's like, oh, yeah, so your mom and dad, like, how do you feel about that? Right. And just pose it as a question, not be like, so are you planning on leaving anytime soon right. or like kind of seeing like like if he's like kind of, you know, pushing him towards like, you don't like this, right? But just simply asking like, how do you feel about that? Because his response might be like, um, like Evan said, oh my God, I know it's a nightmare. I'm, I'm, my plan is like in the next year or two to, to get out. It's making me crazy. And then you'll get that energy and you'll be like, okay, maybe we're on the same, the same page. Or he could be like, I know, isn't it amazing? They come over every day. And then you're like, okay, well, that's not going to be exactly. what, I, what I'm looking for. So either join the family or, or, <laughs> or don't, or if he's down, but yeah, but yeah, I agree with you, babe. Yeah. Because if it's, it's not a, something that you're going to be into battle. and then all of a sudden you fall in love with this guy and mom and dad are knocking on the door every day when you guys are trying to have your uh, your Zelda time alone and they're Precious always time. knocking, always knocking. It, it's going to make you bananas. You don't want your relationship to be like a battle either. Like no. this. You want to be relaxed and having a good time in growing. So yeah, we love you. Love you so much. Good luck. Um, Thank you, my love. I love you, you, baby. For pushing through your hangover. Oh, my gosh. Hangover. <laughs> this is what we do. We're rock stars. You know what I mean? We push through. We don't let it pull us down. But we'll see you guys Friday. Yes. I can't wait. We'll see you in a couple days. I'm very excited. We much love. Mwah, mwah, mwah. love Family you. forever. Family forever. And uh, Z-heads. <laughs> Family. Everything. Water. Uh, water. Oat milk. <laughs> oat milk. We're in this together, baby. Rock and roll. <laughs> love you all. Bye. Bye.